Welcome to the show. The only show that twists your mind. Twists your mind. Marking out. This is episode 195. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I am your host, Dave, the rave that all the ladies crave. And I am here with my co-host, Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always. You could follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And happy... Halloween, everybody. Yes, happy Halloween. I'm actually kind of sur- kind of uh, happy. I went to our website and I'm seeing that we got six comments. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool, very cool. What are you doing for Halloween-wise? I think just going to the bar. What? Yeah, it sucks. I don't, I mean, I'd rather not be going to... What would you rather be doing than not going to a bar? Probably on Halloween. Probably going to some sort of Halloween party. Okay. Just, I mean, just based off. I don't know. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting dressed up. I don't know. What are you dressing up as? Uh, I will. I will. Uh, I guess be revealed next week. Oh wow! Look at you, Mister Secrets over here. All right. Yeah. Well, because if it doesn't look good, I'm not going to post pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's true. That's true. I could understand that and respect yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not doing all that much. Um, oh, Dave, what are you doing for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> few of my classmates are getting together, so I may go there. I don't have a costume or anything. I just bought a mask from like the dollar store because I don't feel like I don't have enough. I'm not going to stay out or anything. I have an I have a neuroscience exam on Monday, so I'm probably just going to go out for like maybe an hour, but nothing too much. Um, but it should be fun, anyways. You know you're uh, trick or treating on Friday. Huh? You know you're going trick or treating. I was gonna say it, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, are you giving out anything good? Ah, uh, we're not doing it. We're shutting the lights off. We're oh, kill- we're killing the lights. Wow. Nobody came last year. Really? Yeah, nobody right. came. And then, well, I mean, I was gonna say two years ago nobody came either, but yeah, Halloween, someone Halloween did was canceled. Someone, someone kind of did come, but Sandy was a bitch. Sandy came. Yeah, Sandy came. Is that a, is that something you eat on on Christmas? What a Sandy came. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you suck it, lick all day long. Okay, relax. That all right, let's go to the questions and comments for the week. Yeah. Uh, first comment is from Eric. <laughs> hey guys, been a while. Do you have any questions for me? At Montreal Broski. 
Let's see. What can we ask our friend from Montreal? How about uh, when are you uh, submitting that voice clip? <laughs> That's a good question. Speaking of voice clips, uh, people, you guys can submit for our 200th episode. You can email them to uh, markinout1 at gmail.com. Just a congratulatory 200th episode, if that's not too, like, yeah. narcissistic of us. But uh, you, can definitely, you can definitely email us. It'll be on the show regardless. That's one of it being negative, positive. You could... Uh, Leave your Twitter handle in there. Be like, hey, this is so-and-so. Thank you so much. Or, hey, F you. If you're a part of a podcast or a radio show and you want to try to get your uh, podcast's name out there, mention, bring that up too in your, in your little uh, voice memo. There's no, no problem with that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of if I have a question. Is there snow where you're from right now? Wherever what? you are, is there snow if you look outside? That's I don't know. I all always, the questions. You can't even think like, oh, or what about that? I always think of Canada always having snow and everything, and I know that's not the truth. Are you kidding me? I've been to Canada. I've like Literally the hottest place I've ever been, I think, was measured in Canada at 113 degrees. No way. Yeah. Wow. That's definitely not what I – like when I was growing up, like as a kid – Every time they would show a Bret Hart thing, it would be him and like with a bunch of snow. So I always assumed From that Survivor Canada, Series and shit in November. Yeah, I always thought that there was just always snow up there. I'm pretty sure it snowed a few weeks ago in Canada. There's cat. There's definitely places in Canada. Oh that yeah, if you go snow. far up north, but yeah, I just always assumed as a kid that once you cross the border, it's snow. It's wow. like cross border snow. Well, uh, and uh, I mean, I pretty much take it from all the Bret, like Bret Hart promos and the posters and stuff. There's always snow in the background, so I figured, well, that must be everywhere in Canada. So yeah, good times. Um, next comment is from Jasmine. You want to read it? I mean, you're going. I am going. Hey guys, thanks for another awesome episode of your online listening experience. And thank you, Dave, for the recommendation. The House on Haunted Hill film I mentioned before was the one from 1959. It's pretty creepy. It is, and that's the one with Vincent Price, I believe. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the uh, on the appearance of Bray Wyatt at the end of Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. I had goosebumps. Thanks again, guys. Keep at it. At Reverse and a Massage. Um, yeah, no, that House on Haunted Hill movie is definitely, I like that one a lot more than the new one. Um, and as per Bray Wyatt, I, I was a fan of it. Well, but I guess, do you want to mention all this later? Yeah. Okay. I was a fan of it, but we'll move on. Up next, uh, comment. <laughs> comment. Yes. Comment question from Gustavo. Hey guys, I need some serious help. I've fallen away from wrestling, and I'm really sad. I'm in a really good place in my life, but without wrestling, I feel so incomplete. It also didn't help I unsubscribed to your podcast for, <gasps> the, for the sake of making room. Major mistake. Please help me out here. I need wrestling. Thanks. All right, Gustavo. What you want to do is make sure you don't hit that unsubscribe. Well, I'm not even um, gonna. If he, if no, he needs to make space on his computer or yeah, wherever, you can. Joking. You can listen to it. Just go to the website and listen to it. You don't have to download it there. Yeah, you can stream it. Yeah. Um, as per. As no, per I just did that. Wise, I just did that watch, with uh, some watch episodes. NXT. Yeah, definitely watch NXT. 
Um, I wouldn't even, if you're just trying to get back into wrestling, I feel like watching the current product of WWE may be a little bit draining, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because it's all over the place. Yeah, so I feel like you're best off just watch some of these episodes of NXT that they're putting on. And if you can get your hands on some PWG, recent PWG events or anything like that, those are always entertaining and will definitely uh, um, grab your attention a lot more than the current product of WWE. Yeah. Uh, besides the NXT. Yeah. So, but hopefully you could get back into watching wrestling and everything and everything's going well with you. Yeah, and let us know uh, what you actually decide to do if you start going back and watching. Or yeah, um, let us know what you watched first and everything. Curious as to uh, your progression back into the, uh, the realm of pro wrestling. Up next, we got a question or comment from, or two questions from Disgruntled Dork. What's up, guys? Two questions for you this week. First off, with the main event at Hell in a Cell between Ambrose and Rollins ending via disqualification after Wyatt interfered and attacked Ambrose, a lot of controversy began to pop up as the WWE didn't give us a payoff to the feud that most people were expecting. Um, I'm going to just chime in that I, there was no DQ. Yeah, it was an actual... Yeah, Seth Rollins did pick up the victory in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he said there was a decisive finish. It was just tainted with Bray Wyatt, but Seth Rollins did pick up the pinfall victory over Dean Ambrose. Then he went on to say, I'm sure you guys are going to cover this later on in the show, but I wanted to know if you felt they should have allowed the match to go to the end before the run-in from Bray Wyatt. Or do you believe that this was logical booking in order to get the real heel heat back on Wyatt after becoming a crowd favorite, which is my belief? I, I really I love what, he, uh, what he's talking about. I, I agree with him. I think that that's a very good idea. I thought the way that they had it with Bray Wyatt coming at that specific time puts a ton of heat on him considering how much how over he was when he left. Um, well, when he was sidelined or whatever the reason was, not being used. Um, but yeah, I think that it's a great way to get him heat. It maintains the heat on Seth Rollins. And let's face it, the uh, Dean Ambrose isn't going to cool off just because of this. And it continues, it could pick up, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins could pick up at some point down the line um, wow. because of this, the finish to this. But I'm completely fine with it. What, what's your take? I, well, I'm just going to wait for later. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he went on to say, uh, second question slash opinion. I was wondering if you guys watched Lucha Underground on the El Rey Network Wednesday night. I did, and it ha and I had somewhat mixed feelings about it personally. Firstly, the show was very overproduced. TV, uh, TV show vibe, which doesn't uh, necessarily give a product a sports feel but more of a Fight Club-like action drama show. This isn't the worst thing in the world, but as a huge wrestling fan, it was a bit jarring to see the fancy camera angles and hear all of the elaborate backstories. On the other hand, the in-ring work was pretty great overall. It's refreshing to see a different style of wrestling available on TV. A match between Blue Demon Jr. and Chavo Guerrero was average, and... An intergender match between Sexy Star and Son of Havoc, who is Matt Cross, was previously uh, was creatively different 
in this age of wrestling. But Johnny Mundo, formerly uh, Johnny Nitro, John Morrison, and Prince Puma, who was Ricochet, killed it in the main event. I'm still undecided over. Uh, I'm still undecided on my overall opinion, and I wish Triple A Wrestling would have just started an American version of their show in Mexico instead of this. But I will say that I will be watching next week to see how this progresses. Sorry for this novel-length comment, but thanks again for allowing me to speak my mind. And as always, thanks for the shameless plugs and promotion on Twitter. For now, though, this mark is signing off. Uh, well, to answer you, no, I did not watch Lucha Underground. I really wanted to when I first saw and heard about the announcement of it, except I don't get the El Rey Network, so... I couldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it does, it does look entertaining, though. And I, from the clips I've seen, it I, I almost want to compare it to Wrestling Society X that MTV used to air. So that's that's like I could see where he's coming from with the overproduced like a TV show rather than a wrestling sporting event. Yeah, but I mean, no, I could see it. Yeah. Uh, next comment is from Totally Not Railroad Rudy. Why is candy corn still a thing? Like, we all know it's awful, but they keep making it, and people apparently still buy it year after year. Candy corn is absolutely the worst candy you could possibly receive on Halloween. I am a fan of candy corn. I it like candy corn. It has no taste. It's just fucking sugar. It's disgusting. Exactly. It's the dumbest candy that you could ever want to eat. Especially because dumbest isn't even a word, so. The dumbest? Yeah, it's more dumb. So, but candy corn is good in my book. Well. Uh, Next comment is from Jason. You heard from him, not yet, but he will be joining us a little bit later on in the podcast to cover some NYWC wrestling. Hey, guys. Happy Halloween to you both. Wanted to make sure I got a comment in this week, especially with the 360 PS3 release of WWE 2K15. Most critics haven't been too kind to the game, and I've been texting with Brandon a lot about it. Unfortunately, I haven't had the chance to play it myself yet, but wanted to hear some of your uh, some more about Brand- what Brandon thought. Speaking of WWE games... Which one would you say is the best they've done so far, and the worst WWE game so far? I wanted. I also wanted to recommend Scream Four to anyone looking for a decent horror movie. The Scream franchise is one of my favorites, and Number Four really revitalized it for me. Enjoy your Halloween and don't eat too much candy. Or to tweet, uh, to to tweet out. You got, you got too- cut out off over there, so it was enjoy your Halloween and don't eat too much candy. I'll be sure to treat. Oh man, I did it again. I'll be sure to tweet out a picture of my and I to of my Halloween costume with my wife and I to you guys, <laughs> Jason at Jay Linick, uh, and I'm gonna skip that last part. Okay. And, well, let's let's answer this first. Uh, hmm. How do I want to go about this? For what? What are you trying to answer? You, you're going to talk about the game? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's start off with – there was a few things that when you first spoke to me that you said you did not like. What were those things? Well, first of all, they removed 
nobody knows anything really for the current generation, that being PS4 and Xbox One. But for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, they removed the use of custom soundtracks and they removed the all the preset entrances that they used to have in the game. So guys like Sabu still had his entrance, Tramperetta had his entrance, even I think Kurt Hawkins might have had one, I'm not sure, but they were, those are all gone. With the exception of one that's the, the quiet on I'm on the phone which I have no idea who the fuck ever used that. Sorry for cursing. But I that I aside from that it's just it really is just WWE 2K14 with new roster. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I don't I don't think the graphics are as bad as everyone was saying. I just my biggest complaint is how how could they remove the mm-hmm. custom soundtracks and that and the preset entrances. I don't understand it. And I think um what was I just going to say? Damn it. I think uh, the, while the showcase modes, I played a bit of that. Got I got bored really fast. Wow. Uh, I, I think NXT, the Who Got Next, is just completely uh, unnecessary. Wait, it, what was unnecessary? You cut. The Who Got Next. Oh, okay. Why I is it unnecessary? It just, there's no... There's there's nothing to the matches. Some are really easy to beat. Some are extremely hard to beat, and it's just not. Just give us the the wrestlers. You don't need to like. I have a feeling that they took everything out to make space and gave us something else that wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. Like the the mode itself. Like there, yeah, it's kind of cool that you put it in or whatever. But that's a pat on the back for you guys. As a fan myself, I thought that was a completely waste of time. Mm-hmm. A complete waste of time. And the fact that when you sign into the game, they have the soundtrack and everything. You can't... Last year's game, you were allowed to... Uh, and I think to last year and WW13 might have been playing the Superstars theme songs. And last year, you could actually pick which ones you wanted to play. This year, it's just the 2K15 soundtrack, which, if you're not a fan of rap or hip-hop, for the most part, that's what the album is. So, here my game starts up. I have three songs playing over and over again. I must have heard wild ones. Like I couldn't even give you a count. I really couldn't. Because when you're creating a wrestler, that takes mad time to do, and all you're hearing is these the songs. And it's just over and over again. They must have done this, like, some psychological thing where there's only, like, ten, ten songs in the game or whatever. And they're like, this is going to get to people. Let's let's do it. Let's, it's, let's, ha- let's hide a message inside of it or something. So who's the first person that you played as? Uh, I believe it was Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm not sure, though. Wow. I definitely wanted to guess that would be your first. What would you have thought? Um... Tyson Kidd versus someone? No, I, I, I got to Tyson Kidd, though. Just and it's weird. Real? No, I haven't played with him yet. That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> it's weird with... Uh, I, it's, I don't know what they're doing here, but Superstar Threads, the only one that you can't use Superstar, Superstar Threads with is the Retro Randy Orton. Okay. For some reason, I have no idea. Unless maybe there's a way and I just have no clue. Uh. <clears throat> 
I don't know. I feel like you're still the only person that cares about attires. You, no, you're, you're definitely, definitely 100% not the only person. You're and, and I know Jason for a fact. I know Jason. When you're even complaining. Your your Batista's tights were yeah. Not- that's a huge fucking thing. With the <laughs> fact that Batista's tights in the game right away are are maroon or not even maroon, they're like burgundy. It should be red, not burgundy. And then there's just other lazy shit in the game, like Daniel Bryan's no 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 shirt is just maroon and white. It should have like that cream color on there as well. Same thing with the CM Punk ice cream bar shirt. It's such like a lazy fucking thing. And when you flip back between when you're in Superstar Threads and like you're on CM Punk, let's say, on some of his attires, and you flip back and forth between entrance and uh, and ring gear, the his boots are different colored. It's just simple shit like that that makes no sense. That it's as if nobody even tested this game out or, or looked over, looked it over once. Mm-hmm. It's just it's mind boggling. And I know Jason also thinks that. Uh, agrees with me with the attires and everything. Mm. There's just little things here and there. Like, for instance, in the uh, in this showcase mode, you have the Elimination Chamber match from 2002 where Shawn Michaels uh, became champion there again. And I, everybody knows. It's like, I, I don't know if you want to say infamous, but Shawn Michaels had the unfinished brown tights that everybody knows if you've seen that match. Yet, you go and play that match, he's got red tights on. It's just little things like that that makes the game so incomplete. It just uh, makes that, no sense. Yeah, that stuff wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah, well, you're not a person who plays video games, and that's proven with the fact that you don't even own a PlayStation 3. I don't want to. But but I'm saying, like, that's why oh. it probably doesn't bother you. But on to uh, his other question... Um, Best game that they've done so far, I would probably no have, yeah, either No Mercy or uh, SmackDown. Here comes the pain was really good. Um, not to say last year's wasn't or two K or WWE thirteen wasn't, but there's just there's just different feels to them. Yeah, I mean, I still like the the way that the N sixty four feels, and I mean, sp- even even WrestleMania is up there too. WrestleMania two thousand, yeah, that's good. I mean, I mean, there was really not that much of a difference with that and No Mercy. And as far as the uh, the games that the game that just really didn't do it, everybody says it's SmackDown versus Raw 2008. I didn't have much of a problem with that. It was WrestleMania 21 for Xbox was for me because that game was released. Tons of glitches. They had you send your game back to them, and they'll send you a new one without glitches. Really? They did that? Still had tons of glitches. Can't play it. You just can't. It, I couldn't play. It's huh. a waste of money. Yeah. Very interesting. Um. Let's see. And then he I. Might, what's that? Well, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I think that the worst WWE game that they put out was like WWE All Stars. No, that game is so or, much fun. I like. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't like uh, games like that. Um. And then what was it that they put out a card game? Oh well, that doesn't count. Come on. All right, so then what about – I'm just going through a list right now to help me out with this idea. Um, here, WWF World Rumble. That was pretty bad. For what? Um, it was for – NES? Um, let's see. Oh, Sega. No, that game was awesome. 
Uh, Dude, are you fucking kidding me? I used to go to arcades and play that. That was such an awesome game. Was it? Yeah. Even for its time, I think the graphics were okay for that. I didn't think it was that great. Oh, Crush Hour. That was a WWE game with the cars. Yeah. That was, I guess, taking off on the how hot... uh, what is it? Heavy metal? What is it? Thrash? Oh, um, Twisted Metal. Yeah, Twisted Metal was. Yeah, I love Twisted Metal. That's still, that still may be my favorite game ever, Twisted Metal 2. Well. Still probably my favorite game ever. Yeah, well, you can't always win. Nope, but you could always lose. And that's not true. But uh, <laughs> Jason also went on to say one more question, actually. I wanted to ask Brandon how his how is... How his collection of masks started and some of and what are some of his favorites? Thanks. How my collection of luchador masks started Well, I was a young boy. <laughs> uh, I thought you for sure would laugh at that. I guess I'll go fuck myself for that. No, I was I was Yeah. But uh I, I honestly my very first masks that I got weren't even like I wasn't planning well, no, I guess I liked I liked the way they looked. Back in the day, Jack Pacific used to release... They used to have, like, two packs, but they weren't two packs. It was, two like, Rey Mysterio would come with uh, with a mask. And uh, I guess I was way too old to have bought that, but I guess the mask never fit me. But that was probably, I think, my first mask. It was that one and then Hurricane. There was a figure of Hurricane that came with his mask. So they were like, yeah, they were cheap little things, but those were my first masks. But uh, I, when I went to Mexico in 2006, no, not 2006, 2000, I don't know, one of these years, 2011, let's say, 2011, let's say that. I went and uh, walked around Mexico and I was like, I need to get Lucha Libre masks. And uh, I went, and I think the first one I got, I had La Parca. That's probably one of my favorite ones. And another one of my favorite ones is uh, Jushin Liger that I recently got. Um, also, the Pegasus Kid one. I like that one. As far as one other ones that I like, I don't know. I don't know. I thought for sure you're going to start out that entire thing with, uh, it was never easy for me. I was born a poor black child. What is that? The Jerk. Oh. Steve Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. pop for, for that opening line of the movie. But it's weird. I don't know what started me to actually wear the Lucha Libre masks. And I just say, you didn't like looking in the mirror because you were ugly. No, like, like honestly, if you look back to 2011 when we were doing this, yeah, we when we interviewed Big O that very mm-hmm. first time, um, I didn't, I didn't take pictures with my mask on or anything. Yeah, well, the, and we filmed. Seen, we even filmed the Broski of the Week videos that I, I mean, yeah. I don't even think got sent to Zack Ryder. But well, the, the we, reason that you, I mean, from what I remember, the reason that you didn't want to show your face on camera at all. But I did. Which is weird, though, because I was ready and doing it. I, I did it with the the super not superstar Broski of the Week video. I know you have. There you go. So that's like the weirdest thing, and I don't, I don't know, know why. I don't know why you care if you have a mask or not, or whether or not people see your face. I just thought it. I, I don't know. I guess it, I thought it was cool. <laughs> I like because I really like Lucha Libre masks, and I own a bunch of them now. 
Yeah, but then it limits you because if you see a wrestler or whatever, or you have to carry around a mask. No, I don't, and it's proven. I could just cover my face, and I. And it's. But simple. you only started doing that recently, though. But you only started doing that recently. No, not really. It's been two years. I've only seen you do that with like Larry Legend, Mario Bacara. Yeah, when was that picture with Larry taken? That was like 2012, I think. No. I think so, yeah. No. I think so. I'm almost certain. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Let's move on to the next question. How about it? That's it. All right. That's why I exit off. Thank you very much for your comments and questions. They are all much appreciated. Um, yeah. Please keep on bringing them in, submitting them, email them, post them on the markingout.com, tweet it to us, put it on our Facebook Please keep them coming in. Put it on our Facebook. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, it's a friend on Facebook. Yeah. You can follow <laughs> me on Twitter at BTTG161. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on with this podcast because it's All not a listening. podcast anymore. <laughs> can we just go back to a podcast? No. It's so much easier to type in a tweet and fit it in 140 characters. Olay. Nobody knows what Olay is. Though. I do. No, you're, you're just you. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't People say we'll, put you, we'll we'll plug you on the Olay. Well, uh, if you're if you're telling somebody, you could just be like, we'll plug you on the show. I mean, I say the show, but I'm show, like, show is also shorter than podcast. So, yeah. All right. Um, you just got schooled. There was a WWE pay per view this past Sunday. WWE Hell in a Cell live from American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. Uh, sponsored Mountain Dew Kickstart, cool. WW2K15, cool. Uh, ever drink Mountain Dew Kickstart? Uh, no, and I do not look forward to it either. As in you're going to? No, no, I, no, no. Well, you said you don't look forward to it, but. No, no, I'm not. Uh, something, just an interesting note, uh, not really interesting, but Eden and, uh, Lillian Garcia were going back and forth, ring announcing this, uh, event. Ah, oh, shucks. What? You beat me. Oh, you were going to say that? No, you beat me on the predictions. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. All right, so what were you saying? Well, yeah, I said Eden and Lillian Garcia were going back and forth being the announcers. Yeah. Um, Prediction-wise, Brandon won. Yeah. Because you picked uh, the separating thing was you picked Rollins. Hmm. Yeah, you picked Seth Rollins, and there was a pinfall, so there was a finish to the match. Yes, yeah, so uh, the event itself kicked off the pre-show. You had a Mizzed Out TV, which they said was the very first edition of Mizzed Out TV. So I guess the official edition of it, because I know I've seen Mizzed Out host it before. Yeah, we've seen that before. Maybe they mean but it like was just No, because it was like actually Mizzed Out TV instead of Miz TV. Oh, okay. Then Miz was the guest, but whatever. We had a uh, pre-show match that was unannounced. Uh, I think, did Bo Dallas challenge somebody? I'm almost certain Bo made a challenge, and then Mark Henry came out, defeated Bo Dallas. I I don't remember that happening. Did you... What do you mean you don't remember it happening? Yeah, no. What you're about to say is a fact as well. That may be why I don't remember it happening because I didn't watch that part. So that would be a, a good explanation. Yeah, so Bo Washington, as he was calling himself that night, 
lost in a very, very pointless match. I don't see the point, I guess, other than he got a pay-per-view payday, which is cool. Hey, God bless you if you could do that. But the I mean, actual... That's better than some people we know. Yeah, unfortunately. And uh, the actual event kicked off. You know, another thing that pisses me off is the fact that with all the entrances that they removed from 2K15, you can't make like Zack Ryder or something have an actual real entrance or something. And they they have his a bunch of his moves are still in the game. Some actually called like the Rough Rider that's in there. I think the Broski boot or something is still called that. But they, but they don't have boot. commentating stuff, right? No, there's not. But it's weird because um, two years ago when New Age Outlaws were in the game, you had to make them a tag team, and there was no call name for them. So they would just come out and be like, oh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. This uh, last year, nothing. This year, New Age Outlaws is selectable to be called for a tag team. So is Team Cobro, which was Zack Ryder. And, that makes and, no sense. Exa- I don't know. It's just one of those things that, like, there's some things in this game that you just sit and think, like, because mm-hmm. New Age Outlaws, they held the championships this year. They were a huge part of WrestleMania, in my right. opinion, at least. Did you say did they? Yeah. yeah Has it really you... been? It was this year. I wasn't it. Are you sure <laughs> it wasn't last year? I'm almost certain it was this year. I, I feel like know. that was so long ago. Yeah, because it was. Uh, maybe it was last year. I don't know. Talk about the the opening match, and I'll get back to you. All right. So the opening match that took place. Dolph Ziggler defended his Intercontinental Championship against Cesaro in a two out of three falls match. Very good match. Surprisingly. Timeout. <laughs> yeah, the Shield defeated New Age Outlaws at WrestleMania. Like it, it was a it was a three minute match, but yeah, it was at WrestleMania 30. Shield defeated New Age Outlaws. Like this year? Yeah. Oh wait, it wasn't for the tag team titles even. It was just a six man tag. Huh. It was New Age Outlaws and Kane versus The Shield. So maybe it was last year that they had the... Were they tag team champions on on WrestleMania? WrestleMania, No, WrestleMania 29, they weren't. I don't think so. Yeah, so... uh, Were they tag team champions this year? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They had to have been. I don't know. But they were on WrestleMania. They fought The the Shield with Kane, so... Mm -hmm. But back to Cesaro and Dolph Ziggler. Best two out of three falls match for the Intercontinental Championship. I almost said Internet Championship. Is Dolph if Ziggler only. the Internet Champion now, by the way? Unofficially. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Is JBL? JBL. He took JBL the... is the Internet Champion. Yeah, well. Unfortunately. <sighs> yeah. But Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler uh, picked up the victory here, defeating Cesaro. Yeah, I was, su- I was surprised that he picked up two straight uh, victories. Yeah, which kudos to WWE because I would have never expected that at all. I know. Um, we I even, I, we, huh? gonna say? we even said it last week. Yeah, we even said it last week how yeah. we, we know that it's going to be uh, tied going into the last fall. And look what they did. They didn't. Yeah, which is great. Because it had the same outcome I had, so. What do you mean? I picked Ziggler to win. 
Oh yeah, no, you did. <laughs> you did. Yeah. But even still, that's surprising. I don't know why I chose Cesaro. I guess yeah. I guess it's obvious why I chose Cesaro, but it's just weird how like what how they're uh, booking him. Yeah, it really is, and we'll get to that when we speak about Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But up next, we had Nikki Bella defeating Brie Bella, where uh, now Brie has to be Nikki's personal assistant for 30 days, and if she does not comply, she will be forced to quit WWE. Mm-hmm. Match itself, I thought was damn good. I don't know if people... People seem to uh, have been bored at the start of this match, and then very quickly, like, holy shit, these, this is actually happening, and it's good. Mm-hmm. So kudos to them again. I don't know why I said kudos. I used to never use that word. And uh, basically right after that match, we saw, or not right after that match, a little later on in the night, we saw Brie Bella, was that on Raw? That was on Raw. Yeah, so never mind. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. I was like, wish I could take that back, but I can't. Well, you kind of can. It's not I like could edit it out. You haven't clipped yourself out of uh... I've never done that. I've never once done that, David. No, why would you do that? Um, next up, you had Gold Star. Oh, damn it. I was going to make a joke there. When you're like, no, you've never done that, I'd like, welcome back to, but whatever. Mm, yeah, no, yeah. that would have went over. No, because uh, you were saying that I never edit, and Goldust and Stardust defeated the Usos. <laughs> See, it would have been funny. Yeah, that guy's To me, right, at right? least, I would laugh when it happened. All right, so, no, that was on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, but I guess you I forgot. I already forgot the script. Whatever. Yeah, I forgot how we got <laughs> There was a tag team championship match at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view where Goldust and Stardust defeated the Usos, retaining their championships. Another good match. Uh, to me, quite, I, I want to say pointless, but just uh, there wasn't like much background story. There wasn't a story to this match for the most part. Yeah, no, um, I think it was more about the Usos going for the championships again. Wow, that's normally what a fucking championship match is. Yeah, but I mean, outside of that, there's nothing really surrounding it. Right. I mean, it's just kind of, dare I say, lackluster. It wasn't lackluster in the fact that that, there was nothing, there was no storyline from that, basically. Yeah, Good there match. was nothing. There was nothing surrounding it. There's no reason. If you're looking down the the list, the card, there's no. There's nothing really drawing your eyes to that match. Speaking of nothing drawing your eyes to a match, the only match to have ever been repeated, or I guess you can't say that because I believe Randy Orton won the last time. Uh, Hell in a Cell for the number one contendership for uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. John Cena beat Randy Orton. A uh, match, to me, again, was one of those matches that just had no point to it. Yeah, they added the number one contendership for it. The number one contender, whatever, mm-hmm. contendership. They added that stipulation, but to me, it's really, there's no point. Which I think is kind of funny because they added it after we said it was pointless. Yeah. I really, I don't, it's... It's mind-boggling that we sat through this. The match itself was really good, though. It's yeah. not going to be a Hell in a Cell match, you remember. And uh, That's the thing. It's just going to fall in as a Hell in a Cell match, nothing else. Right. And I'm going to stick to it where I'm saying the only Hell in a Cell matches that you'll actually remember are Mankind vs. Undertaker, Cactus Jack vs. Triple H, and maybe the first one with Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker only because Kane. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think that outside of those three, if you ask me to name one, I probably can't. Those are the only three that come to mind when I think Hell in a Cell. Yeah. I mean, wasn't Diesel and Undertaker in one? And I guess you could, no. No, it was Triple H and Kevin Nash, I think. Oh, that's what I'm thinking but, uh, I mean, I guess you could also say the Armageddon Hell in a Cell just because it was six people and Rikishi took that. Yeah, no, that's hell. true. That's true. But that's it. Yeah. But the John Cena and Randy Orton was a good match, but it just, whatever. And now there's number one contender for a championship for when? When Wait, is what? Next, like, when, when are they going to have that match? <laughs> Um, I think at the next pay-per-view. No, this isn't the next pay-per-view Survivor Series. So? So we already know if you watched Monday Night Raw that that's not happening. Why is that not happening? Oh, because what are you kidding me? There's going to be a fucking five-on-five. Oh. Don't you remember? You remember it, right? The Authority, Team Authority. Yeah, Authority Team Cena. Yeah. Yeah, I read about that. You you watched it. Yes, I did. (laughs) 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 Okay, relax there. Sorry, I'm eating wow butter. Wow butter? Yeah, I might as well promote And he doesn't even have a dog, folks. That's a weird thing for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never done that. You've done that. If you have a nut allergy, a peanut allergy and everything, check out this gluten-free product, wow butter. Tastes just like peanut butter, safe for school. It's from Canada. What up, (laughs) Mushy? It's safe Um, for school and it's from Canada. Yeah. Um, What is it? What do you mean? It's soy protein. Yeah, and it tastes just like what you remember peanut butter to taste like? Yeah. Canadian toasted soy, soy oil, oil, granulated cane sugar, monoglyceride, and sea salt. And it tastes, and it's from Ontario, Canada. And yeah, legit, it tastes just like, it really does taste like peanut butter from what I remember. Like I toasted a bagel, I put some on it, I smeared some on it. I can't imagine eating a peanut butter bagel. Oh, man. It tasted so good. You know, I've only had like three peanut butter jelly sandwiches in my lifetime. Really? Yeah. I just don't see the point of peanut butter. I don't – not oh. a thing for me. I love it. Oh, so it's made in a 100% peanut uh, peanut gluten, dairy, and egg-free facility. So – Well, what about eat... tree nuts? Huh? What about tree nuts? Yeah, same. What about think... almonds? What do you mean? What about peanuts? Like – Peanuts are legumes, but what about other nuts? Yeah, I'm not good with uh, any of those, too. But, yeah, check out uh, wildbutter.com if you're interested in this product, if you have an allergy or someone you know has an allergy. Definitely worth checking out. They ever write back to you? Uh, not yet, but I'm going to try to keep on writing it because if they sponsored us, maybe I could get some free wild well, butter. I definitely want to try some wild butter. Yeah, it tastes really good. And it's fucked up because Frank's Red Hot didn't write back after I was like, yo, you have really good sauce. Sauce it. Yeah. Sauce it. Yeah, but you could, speaking of saucing it, you could introduce the next match. Talking about saucing it. Sheamus. Yes, the United States Championship. Yes, defeated the Miz. In what was said to be a match, um, it took place. This was disappointing in the fact that it should have been, I really, I thought it would have been so cool if Damian Mizzed out was in that match and won the match and became U.S. champion. And that started that whole Miz, Miz Dow thing. It would have been clever. It would have been just too clever for WWE to think of, I think. Yeah. Are you 
Are you fucking kidding me? What? There's people trick-or-treating right now. No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's the sum that people do do that. I'm going trick or treater later. Treat trick or treating later. Why? What are you getting? Uh, what do you mean? What am I getting? Where are you going? All up and down my block. If they don't have Hershey bars, I'll be pissed. Give them uh, one of those Bruski sidekicks. Eh, I don't think so. Did you ever name that move? Sidekick. No, you need a, you need to call it something. The my- ginger sidekick. What sidekick are you talking about? The soulless kick. Isn't I don't that know. something? What? The soulless kick? I don't know. I don't know. But what that's kick are you talking cool. about? I do a big boot, bro. Yeah, that's true. You been hit with that one too many times? Yeah, I did. Speaking of sidekicks, though, man, what a sidekick. Rusev defeated Big Show by submission, but he has a sidekick. What's funny? <laughs> What's funny, though? I don't understand. I need to like if you if you're gonna be silent laughing, you need to laugh louder so people actually hear you. I can't because it's disrespectful. I have peanut butter in my mouth. Like people <laughs> talk about your fucking snacks. There's peanut butter stuck to my tap in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, so Rusev defeated Rusev beat Big Show with the accolade. Mark Henry came out. I thought it was rude that Big Show, uh, Mark Henry didn't return the favor to Big Show and get him a USA singlet. Although Big Show wore his uh, his camo, his camo gear, or one of his camo gears. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Henry came out, and uh, I don't really remember what happened actually. Um, not too much. Mark Henry tried to get involved, but then he ate the sidekick. Oh and right. Big, yeah, and then Big Show. Uh, yeah, got locked in the accolade. Yeah. That's how that one ended. Thank goodness. There Thank was nothing. I'm, I'm happy that Rusev went over on this match. He needed to go over on this match. Yeah. There was no reason. I, there's no reason for this entire Mark Henry Big Show thing, but whatever. That's we'll talk about later. Speaking of no reason for things, AJ Lee defeated Paige to retain her championship. She defeated oh, no. her. What? When I was laughing at you, I spit out what wow butter I'm telling oh, wow butter. Yeah, so uh, AJ defeated Paige via submission with the uh, Black Widow. Uh, Alicia Fox was down ringside as well. I don't know what they're doing with these two. And so, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think we can say that with a good amount of the wrestlers on this card is I don't understand what they're doing with them or I don't see what they're doing with them. Yeah, it just... Um, it's, it, I really do feel like the episode of South Park where Sea Otters wrote like the Family Guy stuff. Yeah. That's what I feel much. like does WWE. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. In the main event, Hell in a Cell, we saw... The Seth- actual main event. Yes, the actual main event. We saw Seth Rollins defeat Dean Ambrose. Yes, um, not without many, many, many things. Yes. Um, Dean was- Ambrose started it off climbing up. Well, actually, he started off ripping everything out from under the ring, through chairs in the ring and everything. Yeah, but then he ended up on top of the cage where uh, Joey Mercury and Jamie Noble met him. Yeah, Seth Rollins made uh, Noble and, and, and uh, Mercury go get him. Uh, they went up to get him, and Ambrose started attacking them. However, Seth Rollins came from behind and attacked him. Mm-hmm. So they got the best of him for then, for a little brief moment. Um, only briefly because then when Seth Rollins tried to escape Ambrose climbing down the side of the cage, 
Ambrose followed right after him. And then they were battling on the side of the cage right near the tables. And after brawling for a bit on the outside of the cage, both of them go through the commentating tables. Yeah, similar to, I guess you'd say, Shawn Michaels. What I didn't like is that it followed Dean Ambrose hitting, I think, a headbutt. And they both went down. Like, they both kind of, like, flung off the cage. And I, did, I just didn't understand why did Ambrose go fall off the cage after that. I guess he was weak. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I, I thought that they could have figured out something better to do. Like, even a Russian leg sweep I would have been fine with. Or Yeah, but like, how do you do a just, Russian leg sweep and you both end up on different tables? No, it would, obviously it would have to be on the same table. But I just thought the way that they did it through two separate tables and the way they went about it just didn't look too great. Well, after they went through the tables, you had them both getting stretched out. However, Ambrose wasn't having any of that and got up and attacked Seth Rollins. Mankind did it. Yeah. And uh, the match, I guess, officially started when they both entered the cell. And uh, Mm -hmm. Ambrose took the chair out, sat in it, taunted Rollins. And uh, I guess... The, what? What do you try to think? Ambrose, he pulled out the, the cinder blocks and tried mm-hmm. to do the same thing that Seth Rollins did to him. But Kane showed up out of nowhere. and Well, actually, Rollins avoided it. But Kane showed up out of nowhere and sprayed Dean Ambrose through the cell at one point with the fire extinguisher. And uh, Seth Rollins hit the curb stomp there. Yeah. Ambrose kicked out. I'm trying to think of how the rest of the end of the match went. Well, the the, the end oh, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. no, now I remember with the with the cinder block. Yeah, Rollins was about to do the curb stomp to Seth Rollins uh, onto the cinder block to get like uh, his revenge on him, and then the lights went out. Oh, that's when that happened. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I just watched it. Oh, yeah, the lights went out, and then. Um, we yeah. saw so, we words and everything. But what I don't like about this is that we had, I guess, that lantern, Bray Wyatt's lantern in the middle of the ring. And Dean Ambrose was off to the side. And they had like a, a, a hologram. There was Tupac. Tupac was at fucking Hell in a Cell. I thought that hologram was pretty cool. It was Tupac. I saw him. He rapped. I'm not saying that it wasn't. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't Carrie Underwood? It was definitely not Carrie Underwood. She was there live, you know. <laughs> what? She was there live, you know. Yeah. I, just, I actually, uh, her and, this is, has nothing to do with the pay-per-view, but that you bring it up. <laughs> they were on uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers, her and Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. And Seth brought up the fact that at Brad Paisley's concerts, Carrie Underwood shows up as a hologram. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, I know every time Brad Paisley has a concert because people tweet me saying, oh my God, you were so good tonight. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, that definitely would have been me. It, what do you mean it would have been? It fucking was you. Yeah, but I didn't tweet her. I just texted no, her. No, well, no, you. <laughs> I just texted her. <laughs> yeah. You like I, good. you were like one hundred percent convinced it was her. I'm like David. It was a hologram. Oh, there's no doubt. I'm not doubting that. I thought it was her. I You're thought like, I no, it her. wasn't. It was not. It was really her. She came out. I was like David. No, she didn't. I even texted you, and when I told you, you're like, oh shit. Because you didn't want to miss it and everything. But then you told me that you found out that it was a hologram. And it was kind of like, what the hell? You might as well tell me the real identity of that Dark the Clown I saw. Yeah, that's funny. I was, I don't know, I, I ended up being busy that day. I think What's I, that? I think I went to PWS that day or something. 
Um, all I know is that I didn't know. I don't think I don't. All I know is I didn't have anybody to go see Brad Paisley. Where uh, was it at? Jones Ed Beach Perry or Eastern or Corbin with me? Jones Beach. Yeah, it was Jones Beach. It was Brad Paisley, Eastern Eastern Corbin, and the yeah, band. I think it might have been the day with uh, the student show and the blow show. I'm almost certain where where uh, Craven and Kevin Matthews like one of the best fucking matches that ever took place there happened. Yeah, but back to Hell in a Cell. We had the the lights went out. The the ghostly figure of Tupac appeared. You had the I don't know if it was backwards Bray promo or what it was. There were words being said. It was interesting. Smoke coming out from under the ring. And then all of a sudden, boom, Bray Wyatt hits Dean Ambrose. I hate that it's like a cut. It's like a screen cut, though. Like how the video is like, how it's like a video lag or something. What do you mean? Like, I hate the fact that if I was live, I, who put the lantern in the center of the ring? Yeah, that, I think that was very fucking stupid. I Like, WWE, I, I was like, motherfucker, tell me the pay-per-view just cut out. Yeah, who put the lantern in the center of the ring? Why is Dean Ambrose off to the side? It's like it skipped five seconds. I guess, that, I guess Bray Wyatt, the lights must have went out and Bray Wyatt came from under the ring and went into position. Yeah, but who put the lantern there? Probably him. So then he went into the middle of the ring? I, I assume, oh, I assume he, Bray he was, Wyatt was underneath where the smoke was coming out. Yeah, but he... And climbed through, put the lantern there, and then went position, and they had like a timer or something, like a... But then that, I feel like that's awful because that spoils everybody in the no, crowd. No, because it's dark. I don't know. You, but you can still see someone that someone goes into the ring. No, it's pitch black. No, you can still see Shadow. There's no way. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've been to events before where you can If you're in the front rows? I don't know. I mean, I when when uh when the Wyatt family made their entrance at in Brooklyn when uh when he, they interrupted our truth, I couldn't see our truth at all. Wow. I couldn't. Okay. All right, we're it was, going it was, there. It was, it was. It's not going there. No, no, no. You said it. I it was really it. no. The the lights were out, so I couldn't see anybody in the ring. This is this is one of the conversations that gets cut from the show that <laughs> no. we were talking about before. You no, know, it's definitely not getting <laughs> cut. I don't think there's uh, anything wrong with that. No, but like, I women just, should smile more. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like the part about um, like the Wyatt family entrance. How they'll have that cut screen, and automatically they are in the ring already. A new cut screen, by the way. Like you know, what? I I just hate those those cuts. A new cut screen, by the way. What do you mean? Without uh, Eric Rowan in it, and a, oh. new, a new sound and everything. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but uh, overall, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, good match. Oh, but uh, like um, back to what we were talking, what the questions that we were asked earlier, though. Wait, 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 wait. But after uh, Bray Wyatt made his presence felt, he hit Rollins with that, uh, I guess, that rock bottom-ish move. What do you call it? Uh, some uh, side slam? Who? Bray Wyatt. The sister Abigail? No, he didn't hit the sister Abigail. What was it? A urinagi? Um, that, that rock bottom, the, stand, the bookend that okay. he hits. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he has a name for it, but he hit that, and then Seth Rollins picked up the victory. Yeah, so. which it's the tainted win. Uh, to me, I didn't. I, it's I go back and forth though. 
Yeah, it was cool and a great way to get Bray Wyatt in there. But just like, it's not that I don't want to see Bray Wyatt versus uh, Dean Ambrose. Mm -hmm. I just don't see the point. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with the ending. Um, like here's, I guess this is this is that that John Cena thing. I think where it's I, Dean Ambrose I, was so hot, and Cena goes and latches onto that, and now. Well, help me out. What is Dean Ambrose supposed to do if he right now? Anyways, that's the thing. Like you go right, after so the championship right or something. What else would you do? But you can't even fucking go after the championship because the champion's not even there. All right, so book him right now. If he's not going against Bray Wyatt because you're not a big fan of him, because you don't understand it, where, would, where would he be? Still fighting the authority. But what's the point? That's played out now. I don't know. It's There's definitely some sort what's of... What's next? I don't know. You're going to have... We we already saw him versus Kane a bunch of times. I'm, I am excited to see Bray Wyatt and, and Dean Ambrose work, but... Yeah, but you're saying that there's no point to it, and that there was. And now you're saying that you think that it's connect. It's because he was connected with Cena. No, I'm but, saying like he was so like up there, and now it's just like boom, we're gonna put you with somebody else, and just completely forget about that. The ending to the match is just completely different. Like we're not gonna. But I, but I don't get have this. an end to the feud. We're just. But gonna you don't. Have a tainted but right victory. now, you're not giving me any examples of where else. You would have put him. You said with the authority, but what else are you going to do with him? He already went through Kane. He already went yeah, through. Yeah, but he never went through Seth Rollins cleanly. Yeah, but that's supposed to like, be. That's, that's not dot dot dot. That's to be continued right now. Well, then bah, there's bah, too bah, much bah. going on. To be continue it. But you can't just go back to that. I mean, there, I think that this is I perfect. It gets Bray Wyatt. It gives us a few that I want to see. And also, I think it makes this whole this whole situation for the past few weeks makes Seth Rollins at some point looks at some point Seth Rollins looks really strong, and in other points he just looks very weak. I don't think it looks weak. I just think he he looks like he's taking a big authority. You, you froze there a little bit. Say that. It's I, I think that it's not him looking weak. It's more him looking like he's taking advantage of the authority. Like when he's in. A submission move, and he calls for Kane to help him out. Like he's using the authority to help him out and to. Uh, but for the fact lose. that for the fact that Seth Rollins, I think needs, not needs, but there's Kane, there's Joey Mercury, there's uh, uh, Jamie Noble, and now with the the whole tainted victory of Bray Wyatt, it's like how many people? I think it's how great. many people Who cares. But how many people needed to beat down Dean Ambrose in order for? Seth Rollins to win. That's why that victory is tainted. Just one. Not just one. Joey Mercury. The other people didn't really. Joey Mercury, Jamie Noble, Seth yeah, Rollins, Kane, Dean Ambrose. That was a five on yeah, one match. Not at the same Ambrose. time, but it's just. But it's still. So it wasn't a five still, on one. It yeah. still contra it contributed to that. I disagree. It was a. It still takes time. yes, but it still takes away from it. I, I still disagree with you. I mean, yeah, it was the authority versus really Dean Ambrose because of everything that Dean Ambrose and the authority had been through. But I don't think that it makes Seth Rollins look any less of a, of a wrestler or of his character. I don't think it takes away from it. I don't know. Um, at all. All right. So I uh, want to move on to Sunday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Well, let's kick it off with the middles. How about it? Yeah, since there were no bads this week. Yeah, so Gold Star picked up the victory over Big Show and Mark Henry defending the Tag Team Championship. I, I like uh, how 
Big Show and Mark Henry. Well, not really Mark Henry, but Big Show kind of played towards the crowd when they chanted sexual chocolate. Mm. Which, I guess, I feel like fans chant that because they're bored with seeing Mark Henry. Yeah, I think it's more like a, a fun thing because you're there and it's fun. Yeah. Well, um, I just have to say that the, the spear that Big Show hit mm-hmm. might have been the best one that I've ever seen him hit. I don't know. And then uh, Big Show went... When do I want to say this? Uh, yeah, well, I'll say Big Show went and he uh, hit the WMD on Stardust. But throughout the match, they were teasing like Mark Henry being pissed off at Big Show. Well, he slapped him. Tag- well, yeah, for not tagging him in, right? Yeah, he slapped. He Big Show obviously gave Mark Henry a pretty hard tag to get tagged in. This is what I thought was going to happen at the pay per view mm-hmm. with Rusev and Big Show, just not obviously not tagging, but. Well, that's okay. Well, now with going back to Seth Rollins, if this was like, um, if this happened in that kind of a manner, then it would be taken away from Dean, from Seth Rollins. You mean from Rusev? Yeah, but I'm like doing like kind of character reversal. Yeah. Like if if Rusev was in the Rollins position and this happened, it would make Rusev look uh, look weak. Yeah. But in the manner that they went about it with the other way, it's fine. And with the with this one, with the with the finish, I'm good with this. Big Show was about to pick up the victory, but then Mark Henry wanted to get, I guess, his last licks in there. Uh, he wanted to get the tag in there, gets in the ring, and proceeds to hit Big Show with the world's strongest slam, uh, costing them the match. Yeah, and then but, after afterwards, Mark Henry hit Big Show with uh, world's strongest slam multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. So, so I, can we be looking forward to Big Show versus Mark Henry too at Survivor Series? Don't want to be looking forward to it. Three, I mean, later, three years later? Yeah, Big Show, Mark Henry again for the 500th time. So I feel like we kind of didn't, didn't we say this on the show. Yep, yep, we did. We did. AJ um, defeated Alicia Fox, which I guess the 17th time is the charm. Uh, the match was actually decent, no thanks to AJ. Uh-uh. The only thing that really ate me was AJ landing. I don't get how you land with your legs up in the air. Eh, like that. Every great. single time. Every single time. And I, I need a way to not get pissed off at that. I need to just release it. I, I don't think... Stop. I need Wait, to stop so you're trying to say that when she lands with her legs up, you have to find a way to release? Okay, yourself. relax there. Okay. Okay. Uh, during the match, though, Paige pushed Alicia Fox, which distracted her, and AJ uh, won with a roll-up. And after that, after the match, Paige had a peace offering and then uh, beat down Alicia Fox. And Lawler went to help Alicia Fox up, except he stood over her as if he thought he was about to fuck her. Uh, <laughs> like, the only way Lawler knows how to help a girl up is to stand over her. Like, who does that? Wait, so if someone... Finish that match the way that this match ended. If they finished the same way with Pat Patterson, would they call it a fruit roll-up or no? Wow, who are you, Bret Hart? <laughs> really fucking stupid jokes. So yeah. moving on from that, uh, this is not really like – I'm just – I'm over it with this, with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, how many times can we see him? He's not in action anymore. I mean, but it's I, the, it's the we've seen him for the same thing over the past few weeks. Was just out there talking about the breast cancer. I have no problem with that. It's just like, it's like how many times 
Give us something, some clever way to promote it, though. I feel like there's so many clever ways to do a promotion, and all they're doing is having Hulk Hogan go out there and talk about it. it I feel cool. like they're... It was cool on the way to the ring that he signed the kid's sign. That was cool. Uh, I just think that they could be doing about going about it a better way. Well, this was the last the big blow-off for, I guess, uh, the Breast Cancer Month. Uh, all the survivors got into the ring, and they, they posed with Hulk. That was cool. And uh, before that, though, he briefly spoke about Cena's win at Hell in a Cell, which the continuous talk about John Cena from Hogan saying, like, oh, Cena's my boy, this, that, kind of makes me think we're going to see Hogan versus Cena at WrestleMania 31. Hey, we can. I mean, where else are we going to see John Cena? Yeah. I mean, Just based off, like, every single time you see Hulk Hogan, it's like, yeah, John's my boy, John's my champion, John Cena's my champion. Is what we I've heard so many times from Hulk Hogan. Hey, so, I'm. You know what? I'm. Uh, I don't want to say that. I'm open to it. I, I don't. I don't actually have a problem. Saying I don't. That. I don't know. The whole thing is, I don't want to see Hogan in a match again. Well, you're gonna shut up and like it. Just because the fact I don't know if John Cena could put on a good match with Hulk Hogan. I don't know. I feel like it's tough. Speaking of tough, uh, Cesaro was out to face Dean Ambrose for a match, and instead Dean uh, cut a promo about Bray Wyatt and uh, attacked Cesaro, which, if anybody noticed, Percy Watson's name was shown on the Minitron for some reason, which was funny, but... Interesting. Yeah, but uh, how on earth am I to believe... Cesaro is that weak. Like, he's basically the strongest guy in WWE. And after that, Ambrose, I mean... Well, you know he's uh, not weak. You just said it. But I, that's what I don't understand. Just, he just attacked him and... He had the micro microphone in his hand. Yeah, well... You ever get hit with a mic? Yeah, I've been hit. I mean, I actually, yes, I have been hit with a mic. Zach fucking hit me with a mic. He has, yeah. yeah my brother Zach is a DJ, and he took his microphone and hit me with it. Well, Drew, you had it coming. Yeah, I'm sure I did. Um, yeah. So yeah, next. but Ambrose uh, waited for Bray Wyatt to come out, but he was on the screen, and Bray said that uh, that he and Ambrose are the same, and he will dismantle Dean. So I, I, I mean. I am excited to see it. I'm excited, but I yeah, I welcome it. Let's get it on. Let's find. Let's do it. Let's see Bray, Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Um, you move had the Usos defeated well, Miz down in the Miz. Well, that's that's in our uh, our goods. In our goods. In yeah. Our so goods. moving back to moving over to the goods, the Authority opened up Raw and introduced Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins came out and said that he's done with Ambrose and moving on to Cena. Randy Orton came out and said he was pissed, and uh, he fought with Seth Rollins. They got held back, and then out of nowhere, Randy Orton hit the RKO on Seth Rollins. So I don't know why there's Randy Orton and Seth Rollins feud building still. I don't know. Because they have tension. They are trying to be the, the uh, go-to guy for the authority. Yeah. I feel like Randy Orton's going after Seth Rollins because he feels threatened by him. Uh, Roman Reigns appeared via satellite to say that when he's medically cleared, he's going to make Seth Rollins the past instead of the future. 
And then uh, after that, we have John Cena uh, out there. He's talking about beating Randy Orton at the pay-per-view and uh, his match with Seth Rollins in the main event and everything. Stephanie came out and announced that there will be a traditional Survivor Series elimination tag match. And uh, Stephanie said to Cena that John should join the authority and they could help him guarantee a victory against Brock Lesnar. Triple H uh, said, well, Triple H came out and said that the future is coming no matter what. And uh, John Cena basically said, absolutely not. Would you like to see John Cena join the authority? No, not at all. I do not want to see that. Yeah. It's, it's funny how Triple H was saying how Cena shouldn't be that guy to hobble down the ramp when he's older for some cheers especially when on the same episode you had Hulk Hogan yeah. doing the same thing. But yeah. uh, Triple H announced that it'll be the uh, Team Cena versus Team Authority. So let's get, uh, let's hope for some things. I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, I want to, I mean, who do you want to see on Team Cena? All right, let's see. Well, we know who's on the Authority, correct? No, we don't. All right, so Kane, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton. Nope, we don't know. What don't you know? I don't know. WWE put up a poll and asked if people want to see Orton on Team Cena. Why would he be on Team Cena? Well, He's why, gonna be out why, is he, why does... Because who's the team captain of that team? Plus, I, I think Randy Orton's going to be out with an injury for a little bit of time. Who Who's the team captain on that team? Who is the captain of Team Authority? Triple H. Triple H isn't going to work. He's not wrestling. Maybe he will. It's gonna. Be, it's got to be something. It's got to be Kane. That's got to be. It's probably Kane. It's probably Seth Rollins. Oh man, no way. <laughs> There's no way, dude. What if What if Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury fucking wrestle that night? Probably will be. See, yo, if if I was there at that Survivor Series, I'd mark out for that. He's <laughs> tomorrow, dude. Come on, that's cool as hell. Really? <laughs> what do you mean? Cool as what? Hell. I was going to say heck, and then hell came out, so hell. Yeah. All right, let's get on to some matches. Usos defeated, defeated Miz down the Miz. Um, anything to take home with that one? I like how even when Miz Dow was in the ring, he'd act out what Miz was doing. Yeah, Miz Dow was pretty classic. And the Usos won the match by pulling some twin magic over on the Miz. Cheaters. Yeah, well... You had Bo Dallas in the ring issuing an open challenge to anybody in the locker room. Yeah, I was going to do a Bo Dallas impression. Just found out I can't do it. And Ryback answers that challenge. Makes his yeah, with way his, out of the ring. with his Feed Me More music. I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, got over big time with the crowd. The crowd loved it. Yeah, crowd it's great to, to see Ryback back. Great to see him back as well, yeah. Of course. This could be his ticket back to the main event. He I was, agree. This he was super over. Yeah, he was super over on Raw. And uh, it just goes back to that when yeah. he was super over as a face. It's just how, how all of a sudden, like, boom. No, we're going to turn you heel to, to just feed you to yeah. Cena. This is something to be uh, to work on. Yeah. but Or was it Cena? Was it Ryback versus Cena? Or was it... or What? Shield. Shield. Ryback and the Shield and then and Ryback and Cena. Punk as well. Yeah. Nikki yeah, Bella. But, but wait, 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 uh, And this goes back to before he was injured. 
he was obviously we knew him. He was tagging up with Curtis Axel, his Ryback Axel. Where do you want to see that? Do you want you don't we don't want to see that, do we? Nah, I really don't want to see. It sucks because as much as I up. as much as I liked Ryback, so he no longer needs him. Just based off of that one match. There, I, I, I don't know how much longer Axel has around. Uh, I don't know when his ticket's going to be punched. Why? I don't know. I, I just got a feeling with Axel. Well, Axel actually just made his return as well. Had, a, I believe, a match on, was it Superstars? Main event? Dark match? One of the three? Yeah. One yeah. of the three that don't matter. Um, Nikki defeated Naomi. Yeah, it was a good match with Nikki controlling most of it. And uh, at one point, Naomi went to do a springboard into the ring, and Brie grabbed her. And uh, Nikki knocked her off the apron, which I think being an assistant doesn't mean you have to help somebody cheat. Mm-hmm. Which, it's like, where does she can. draw the line? It's like, yeah. it's tough. But what I was alluding to earlier, we saw... Later on in the night, uh, Brie Bella went and got Nikki a smoothie that Nikki demanded. Had just the right amount of blueberries, bananas, strawberries, etc. And uh, sounded pretty good. Yeah, except for the fact that there were blueberries in it. Um, excuse me, but I'm still waiting for my strawberry. You, you had one. You had one. Ah, uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, you keep forgetting that you had one. Ah, that's what that's what you say. No, because I know I made it. Yeah, but. I guess it wasn't to uh, Nikki's liking. She said it was for Brie and then dumped it over her head. So, Yeah, not right. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler defeated Kane um, with a pinfall out of a reversal of the choke slam. Yeah, uh, well, earlier in the night we saw Dolph Ziggler talking to Kane. And Kane stopped him later on to say that that could only be taken as a sign, that, a sign of aggression towards the authority. And uh, the match itself was good. Um, I mean, afterwards, Seth Rollins attacked Ziggler from behind. Kane and Rollins beat down Ziggler, and Cena ran down to attack Kane. Mm-hmm. Is this the whole locker room? Yeah, pretty much the entire locker room. Zack Ryder was there, um, and a bunch of other wrestlers, but Zack Ryder was there. And Seth Rollins escaped. Yeah. Does that... So, oh, no, that, we, know, we already we skipped ahead. Why? I forgot. No, that that didn't happen then. No, right that from, happened with Cena versus no, Rollins. Yeah, Cena ran down. Oh, I and thought attacked. that maybe I just stoned out and you jumped uh, jumped the gun. No, yeah, I jumped the gun. Is right. Cena ran down and attacked Kane, which led right into Cena defeating Seth Rollins via disqualification because Kane attacked Cena, and uh, Kane and Rollins beat down Cena. Ziggler ran out to make the save. Jamie Noble, Joey Mercury attacked them, and the whole locker room spilled out to attack Cena uh, and Ziggler or the Authority or someone else because they were fighting each other as well. Mm-hmm. That that whole spill out didn't make sense to me. Yeah, about that. Uh, because, I mean, the whole reason why it didn't make sense was because it's like to show, oh, either I'm on Team Authority or Team... Cena, but you guys weren't doing anything to be on that. You were just beating each other up. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe there's some hope to see Zack Ryder on Team Cena. Uh, they do have the past history, but dude, that would be like there's such like blow off there that could just finally come full fucking circle. To, 
Exactly. Zack Ryder finally gets his hands on Kane for throwing him right? off the entrance ramp. There's so much there that they just like you just need to put him on that team and then just have Zack take. You know, for a fact that when Zack Ryder gets put on the card somehow, he's going to shine. I okay, mean, choke slam by Kane. Yeah, but uh, Seth Rollins escaped, and the Authority just watched on as the locker room beat down each other. So, yeah. Um, but overall, it was a decent show. Definitely. No, I think it was a lot more than decent. Yeah, I mean, there was a few surprises with Ryback and the brawl at the end. There's always fun to see. Yeah. Uh, I'm always a big fan whenever the lockers uh, clear out and all of that fun stuff. But, yeah, that is all we have for sports entertainment this week. Any outside the ring news, Brandon? Well, Vince McMahon announced today that the uh, WWE Network for the whole month of November for new subscribers will be free. Including Survivor Series. Uh, I don't know what else you want to say about that. Uh, I don't know. I kind of see them potentially losing money on this entire network deal now. I really hope they don't for the fact that I really... It's something new. It's something innovative. Um, but it may just be something that's not ready for now. It, or it, may not... it just can't be, it, that's, that can't be an option. There's too much invested into it from... WWE's point of view and from a fan's point of view because it's like if you want to watch let's say Kennel in a Cell match from Unforgiven between who was it it was Al Snow Big and Boss Man and Al Snow yes if you want to watch that match it's not on YouTube maybe or it's really choppy on YouTube boom yeah look it up there it is it's there yeah, but great you can also go on YouTube it. and search the same thing and get the same result no I just said it's nine, not on YouTube I just said it's not on YouTube, or it's a really shitty sure. version. I guarantee you I can find it online. A really good version of it, though. Who needs a really good version? You can still watch it. No. What do you mean, no? It's unwatchable if it's not good. How so? Because if it's really choppy and it just looks like a fucking VHS tape from, like, the 90s where it's been used right, well, over and over again, that's not good. All right, well, right now, let's see. Perfect quality. Al Snow versus Big Bossman, Unforgiven, Kennel in a Cell. Kennel from, Kennel from Hell match. Oh, yeah, Kennel from Hell. What yeah. it, what's it look like? Perfect quality? Yeah, it's fine. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that specific match. It could be any match, and I don't want the network to fail. <laughs> Who cares? They're a multi million dollar company. Dude. I care. It's a fucking thing to cool, a cool thing to watch. Yeah. Uh. It has a library of so many matches. So many companies span this library. I don't know. I just don't care about the network. I don't care. I'm not going to ever get it. It doesn't entice me. There's nothing about it that, I'm, that I have to order it for. There's no reason. I don't care for it. So there's and there's no so many other... other there's so many people online these days that just stream it through the stream pay-per-views through the internet. Courtesy of a ton of websites or whatever, they they appear for one day only, just for the pay per view, and or people just go to their house, the houses of someone that did or does have the network, or people split the network. There's uh, there's ways around all of this network deal, and WWE has to figure out a way to control all of the, all of that before they even progress anything for, uh, forward. I don't think they're going to see any money off of it. Well, uh, is there 
Is there any other outside the ring news you could think of, or? Um, yeah, in other news, nope. That's really it. I got nothing. Break. Any uh, musical interludes this week? <laughs> no, but we'll uh, we'll be right back here on marking out. Hey, it's Billy West. That's right, from TV Land. Not that one, not the Nick one. From Cartoon Land, let's put it that way. And uh, you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode 195. Uh, I want to give a quick uh, thank you, huge thanks to Billy West for contributing his voice to the podcast. What a legend. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's Halloween time. Another good Halloween candy is M&M's. He plays the red M&M on all the commercials and everything, as well as everybody else, like Doug Funny and Ren and Stimpy. So uh, I thought it would be cool to play that here. Thank you very much. Uh, We are joined right now by the voice of MYWC, Mr. Jason Linick. How are you doing? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Do you have a favorite Halloween candy since you're on? And we're, um, this is a, the Halloween episode? I'm a big fan between Kit Kats and Reese's Pieces. Oh. Although no, it's Kit- always good putting the Kit Kats in the freezer. Yeah. Or you can't I, go wrong with a Twix. I like Twix, too. Twix are good. Twix, I get... I don't know. Twix are I go back and forth with. Kit Kats mm. I go back and forth with. I especially hate them coming out of the freezer. I, I, I used to love the uh, peanut butter t- uh, Twix. You say you like the peanut butter tits? <laughs> no, I was going to say ticks. That's, ever, that's a different show. You ever see the uh, Kit Kats from Canada? No, why? They're Nestle's Kit Kats. Really? Yeah, it's oh. the weirdest thing. And they're the same, almost the same packaging, except it says Nestle's Kit Kat and it looks Canadian. And this one's Hershey, right? Yeah. Huh. It's weird how, I don't know what a Kit Kat is. Like, yeah, came I'm up curious with I'm curious how that works out with like copywriting and everything. Yeah, they tasted the same though, so maybe they. Yeah, but uh, there was an MYWC event this past uh, weekend, MYWC House of Madness, and uh, you were obviously there firsthand, Jason. I was indeed. Uh, how how was it? It was a great show, great crowd, had a great turnout. Uh, wasn't too hot inside. I know the sport time tends to get very hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was running a fever, so if anybody saw pictures of the show, I looked like I'm dying. But nonetheless, show went on. Like I said, great crowd. I thought it was a great show overall. Saturday was uh, quite chilly out. Yeah, it, definitely a, a fall uh, chill in the air. Yeah. So the card looked great, and from the results, the results looked great. And I'm sure it played out pretty great. Wow. So, it, it did. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so the show opened up with the A-listers, correct? It did. However, the A-listers without their lead member, Alvin Alvarez, tonight. So J-Red taking charge, renaming the group the J-listers. Wow. In which he came out, said he didn't have a match. He hired some extra security, and he brought out, he brought out this scrawny individual. I can't remember his name off the top J- of my Jonathan head. Jonathan Evans. There you go. Brought out Jonathan yeah, Evans. Jonathan Evans. Who was supposed to make the big O look like little O, but That's pretty I don't know. funny. I don't know, J-Red might need to get his eyes checked. Anywho, uh, so at that point, he said, you know what? Somebody called out. There's somebody in the back that doesn't have a match. And he said, I don't have a match either. So Sammy Pickles, get out here. So Sammy Pickles came out and got in the ring. J-Red was kind of taunting her. And she slapped J-Red's new security guard. He ran away and hid. And the match was on. That's, a, that's a great security guard. <laughs> yeah, that's it the was. kind of security guard you want to hire. Definitely. 
and it was on J-Red and Sammy Pickles one-on-one. At one point, it looked like Sammy might end up winning the match. However, the referee for this match, too overwhelmed because you had your other members of the A-listers, Ultima Maya and Kono at ringside. They ended up tripping Sammy Pickles. J-Red fell on top of her, and she could not escape the three count. Ah, that's all right. Um, Sammy Pickles is very uh, new to the NYWC, and I'm sure there's only there's a lot of room for her to go up. Oh, I mean, definitely. I think like, great things are going to be coming from her. I definitely think so. She's she's a lot of fun to watch in the ring. She's a really nice girl. So yeah, a lot of good I, stuff. I've only seen her I think twice, but then I've seen like whatever I have in it. If it's on YouTube, I'll check it out. And she seems like she's really I don't want to say improving. Because you I mean, can, she's not really improving. Say improving. Yeah, she's not improving from anywhere. This is really her start, but she has a lot of potential. I'll agree. That Starlet Championship may be in her hands at some point soon. I think eventually it could be. Yeah. yeah. Up next, we had a uh, tag team action. We did immediately after the Sammy Pickles J Red match. Cooley K and the Grim Reefer stormed the ring. J-Red bailed, and it was on. Ultima Maya and Kono taking on the team of Cooley K and Grim Reefer, who ended up picking up the win. After the match, J-Red came into the ring trying to get the upper hand, but former NYWC star Eddie Guapo making a return and making the save, helping out Cooley K and the Grim Reefer. All right. Sounds good. It sounds like this the A-listers, or should I say the J-listers, are really uh, making quite an impact with NYWC. Yeah, they are. They're certainly starting to assert themselves. They're still a new group as far yeah, as I Yeah, not, not really as quiet as you would think that they would be. No, but they've, they've got a great leader in Alvin. Definitely a lot of potential there. Yeah, for sure. After else, oh, What's go, that? No, go ahead. You also had uh, DJ Hyde defeating Braden Knight uh, alongside with uh, JT Kaysen, who they are reckless and wasted. But DJ Hyde, the CCW owner, picking up the victory. Yeah, he did, and... In, in only trying to think of the way to word this, What's that? In, ol, in only the way that he could, uh, he was not having any of the party. He ended up smashing the beer on the floor post match because JT Kaysen had left some beer behind and he picked it up and just slammed it into the ground. Of and course. at one point, Braden Light looked like he was going to have the win, but JT Kaysen came into the ring to celebrate a little bit early and DJ Hyde hitting a double gore on both Braden Knight and JT Kaysen, sending JT to the outside. DJ Hyde picked up a beer and delivered the signature lariat, tossing the beer can into the audience, beer everywhere, and Raiden Knight's head, lucky to still be on his shoulders after that lariat. Jeez, I would never want to get hit with one of those lariats from DJ Hyde. Those look nasty. He throws, out, he throws all of his weight into that. He's nasty. He's one of the, one of the best out there with the lariat. Yeah, I, I really think it's awesome that he's the, promote, he's the owner of CCW, yet he's, still, he's competing as a wrestler as well. Yeah, um, he's right up there, and definitely with CZW being next Saturday night at the Sportatorium, he's got a lot on his mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, next match you had Athletic Incorporated, Matthew Justice and Jesse Bain defeating Apollyon and Stockade, um, and they were brought to the ring by Crusher Dugan. They were. Uh, Apollyon and Crusher came out first, and Stockade a little less willing to join them, as we know, the past couple months. Crush Dugan has revealed he has a secret about Stockade's past that nobody wants to hear. Stockade doesn't want it to get out. Yeah. So he's almost like a puppet to Crusher and Apollyon at this point. Jesse Main and Matthew Justice ended up picking up the win, I think, from a quick roll-up or some mm-hmm. sort of surprise victory, and they immediately bailed after the match. And Apollyon and Stockade looked like they were going to go at it, but Crusher Dugan reminded him that 
you're not going to do that. You're going to do what I say. Otherwise, I'm going to tell all these people your deep, dark past. Mm -hmm. And Stockade ended up just leaving with his head down. Definitely a, a different side of Stockade that we're not used to seeing. Yeah, usually we're used to seeing like a, a badass biker. And now we're seeing kind of a, a, a wrestler that's scared. Yeah, he, he that's looks fearful of something. It, very, it, it really makes you wonder what that secret is. It, yeah. it really does. Like, how bad could it be that Stockade is so worried about, you know, retaliating or doing anything? I, I just hope at some point the secret does come out and Stockade is able to just move on and go back to kicking ass like he was. Maybe it's like he pre-ordered, when he was able to pre-order, he pre-ordered Taylor Swift's new album. There's nothing wrong with pre-ordering Taylor Swift's new album. Yeah, but when you're Stockade, I don't know. What do you mean? Look at me. I kind of look like Stockade. I, <laughs> I, I'm not badass you, like you, him, but... you should apologize for that one. Yeah, Never uh, apologizing your own show. Yeah, <laughs> that. yeah, but Apollyon, Stockade, and Dugan, they have such a uh, great past together with the Order of the Black and everything, so you know whatever it is is pretty big. Exactly. So, um, next, you also had the fighting. You had a, a special attraction match. I'm gonna yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, not something we've ever seen before in the Sportatorium, at least not on, an, not on an NYWC show. The Fighting Spirit Wrestling title was on the line as your champion, the indestructible Joey Tell, went one-on-one -on -one with Man of Steel Mike Verna. Yeah. Joey, Tell, Joey Tell able to pick up the victory, but it was definitely interesting. I'm not sure the crowd knew what to think of it. They didn't mm -hmm. seem to be too into this match, but then again, these are two individuals that the NYWC crowd may not be used to, but yeah. hopefully we'll get to see more of because – I thought it was a good match. Yeah, they're both yeah. awesome. So, I mean, it's I could definitely see that playing a factor where the crowd just doesn't really uh, know who they are. But they, I mean, I'm pretty positive. Uh, Joey Etel uh, trained at NYWC, or at yeah. least that's what I was getting from everything. And Verna is the current uh, Fighting Spirit Wrestling Tag Team Champion, alongside with the Big O, the Great no, and Powerful no, O. No, no, Five Borough Wrestling. Oh, that's Five Borough. Yes. Oh, my the, bad. The Mega Muscles. Yeah. Is their tag team. My bad. Oh, yeah. Fighting Spirits is uh, Ludus, right? Yes. Okay. My bad. Anyway, so... In a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, because the match didn't start right away. I know what you're getting to. Before I even got to get ready for the next match, Mr. Entertainment Brian Vitko came out through the crowd, took the mic from me and said, listen... I know you didn't want to have this match till much later. He called out Shane and said, we need to have this match now. My team is ready now. Let's just get this over with. Shane agreed. The match was on. Casanova Valentine, Jesse Van Lemer, and Joey Conway took on the team of Francis, Anthony the Style Lucera, and King Mega in a great match. And unfortunately, things coming to an end for Francis. Not by the hands of Team Vitko, however. Francis ended up blind tagging himself into this match off King Mega, who was on a roll. King Mega not taking kindly to it, choke slamming Francis into the center of the ring, and Team Vitko picking up the win. Jeez, you want to talk about a heel turn? Uh, King Mega turning on Kip like that with so much on the line. Yeah, I well, thought Kip, Kip shouldn't have tagged himself in. Everybody was very shocked. I know I was, and you know, after the match, I just have to say I'm disgusted by the actions of all of Team Vitko, Casanova, Valentine, Jesse Van Lieber, Joey Conway. I mean, especially Joey Conway. He was the one that initially turned on Francis in that match as the referee. Mm -hmm, and yeah. ever since then, all three of them have been nothing but bad news. And now that Francis is gone, what's next for Team Vitko? You know, Team Vitko's group is a bunch of goons. And I don't – now that – all right. So Kip is out of there. And Mega is – I guess now he's a heel. I mean, I don't know what to think. 
he, maybe Francis should not have tagged himself in, is what I gather. Is I, there any possibility that Mega could be with Vitco's group? I'm not seeing Mega join the group. I'm going to agree with Brandon here on this one that Francis, I think, got a little overzealous. King Mega had this match in the bag. Francis should not have tagged himself in. And I think Mega was just upset by it. Be like, you know what? You want to do the work? Here you go. Choke slam. And that was it. You know, I, I don't know uh, about the relationship that Fitco and Mega do have, but I wouldn't put it past that. There may have been some money lying in the pocket of Mega. There could have been. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past no, Mr. I wouldn't put it past, but unfortunately, as you said, uh, Kip got pinned, and uh, Francis Kiplin Stevens is no longer uh, in the NYWC. No, He's he is no not. longer on the roster, and he has to leave town. After the match, uh, the locker room spilled out, and everybody came into the ring. Francis made a great speech thanking the fans, the trainers, all the boys in the back. Actually ended up calling out Ref Nick, who's also leaving NYWC. And it was just a great moment. Everybody got in there, high-fived and hugged, said goodbye to Francis. Yeah. I got to say goodbye to him. and It, it was a great send-off. Very sad to see him go. He's always been somebody that... I've enjoyed watching both as a fan and then getting to have the chance to work with him. Such a mm -hmm. great person, always giving me advice, and he's going to be very much missed in the locker room. Yeah, he's always uh, been very approachable, very uh, easy to talk to. He welcomed us with open arms uh, at NYWC when we first started covering the promotion. Yeah, um, when we went in, to the back in 2011. Yeah, um, when we went to the training center. Kip welcomed us. Uh, he sat down, did an interview with us alongside Kenny Royal and uh, DJ Fat Pat. And yeah, it's unfortunate that he has to go. But hopefully at some point down the line, we do get the cross paths again. Um, yeah. 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 For now. Fortunate. And for now, we would like to uh, wish Francis all the best in his uh, future endeavors. Yeah, same thing as uh, Ref Nick. Yes, exactly. Yeah, ref Nick as well. Uh, next up, following that, which I that's tough to follow. Uh, J Ro alongside Chrissy Rivera defeated Habili. Damn it, Habili. Habali. Damn it! I came so close yeah, this time. Yeah, it's Habali. Habali. Wait, did I say that? No, you no, said, said Habali. <laughs> it's Habali. At least I didn't say Jabali. That's true. At least I got the Habali. You just Habili? said it. You just said it, David. Havily Jr. Havali. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> j picked up the victory. j did pick up the victory. Not much to say here. I enjoy j -Ro. I think he's great in the ring. Chrissy mm -hmm. Rivera by his side. They make a great duo. Not much oh, to say. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, also, and then, yep. Yeah. I was going to say we had the MYWC Starlet Championship on the line. Uh, champion Mar or co-champion Marty Bell actually picked up the victory and defeated Aria Cadenza. Yes, handing Arya her first pinfall loss in the NYWC. That's surprising. Now, was there any cheap tax, tax, uh, tactics or any cheap moves that Marty Bell had to pull off to get this victory? Not really, no. I, I think it was a matter of Arya Cadenza just making a rookie mistake and Marty Bell being the veteran that she is, not only a veteran. Now, now what was that mistake? She missed the, Vader, the Cadenza bomb. She did. Aye. Yeah, yeah, and a uh, veteran such as Marty Bell is definitely going to pick up those uh, pieces where um, once she sees fit. Exactly. So yeah. you don't want to take those chances, especially against a veteran like Marty Bell. 
you don't become NYWC champion by, you know, being in there once or twice. Marty Bell's been around, so no there's doubt. a reason there's a reason she's won half the NYWC Starlet Champion. Yeah. You also had Rex Lawless, the NYWC Fusion Champion, successfully defending his championship against Lucky Thirteen. A good match. My first look at Lucky Thirteen. I wasn't familiar with him before this. He put up a good fight, but again, Rex Lawless, no matter who you put in front of him, takes him down. Lawless retaining the fusion Jeez. title. So it looks like he's not really that lucky. Not really. Then <laughs> <laughs> Lucky 13 is from uh, CZW. Okay. He's, yeah, he's a CZW wrestler. Okay. Um, I mean, and he's wrestled across the East, East Coast, up and down. So, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised Lawless <laughs> picks up the victory again. I mean, they, he's freaking good. He is, and uh, after the match, Shane had me go in the ring and interview Rex because, as we know, Rex a man of few words, not one normally to talk in the mic, and I mentioned, you know, ever since coming back from injury, he's won the Psycho Circus, he's won the Fusion title, and he's undefeated since returning, so I had to know what was on his mind for the future, and he said he's only just getting started, and he's got his eyes on the prize, and he's just going to go. He's on a tear. Jeez, with this tear, imagine if he picks up the NYWC championship while still holding the fusion, I wouldn't be surprised if he did it. I mean, the guy's been, like as you just said, since coming back from his injury, he's just been putting putting together a late uh, list of people that he defeated. Yep. And speaking of the MYWC championship, I guess you could say in the co-main event, mm-hmm. uh, flawless Blake Morris, champion, challenged or not challenged, Defended. received the challenge from Big O Mike Mondo. No, Big O and Mike Mondo. However, this went to a no contest because uh, I believe Mikey Whipwreck got involved here. Yeah, well, first what happened was it was the three of them and the match bailed. They went out the back door of the Sportatorium. Ref Nick counted to 10, and I went to go announce a triple countout, therefore still your winner. But Shane cutting me off before I can make the announcement saying, no, it's a title match. There has to be a winner. Security needs to get them back in the ring right now. This match is not ending. So I made the announcement that the match was not ending. Security had to get them back in the ring. And that's exactly what happened. Security got them back over the guardrail. And the match was going on. It looked like Big O was closing in for a win. But Mikey Whipwreck hit the ring. Ended up a huge Pier 6 brawl breaks out. Locker room empties out to try to keep these guys apart. And in the midst of all this chaos, we get your main event for Draw the Line on November 29th. As it will be Mike Mondo, Blake Morris, the Big O, and Mikey Whipwreck inside of a steel cage for the NYWC Championship. Jeez, anybody got uh, predictions on this one? It, it's anybody's game, man. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I mean, Flawless Blake Morris has been looking really good since winning that championship, though. He has. Big O also, like Rex Lawless, is on a tear. He's focused on that title. Yeah, and big, like, like Lawless, Big O just back from an injury. Um, in the main event, you had a TLC match for the vacant NYWC Tag Team Championships. You had the premier athletes, Papa Don and Anthony Nice, take, uh, taking on Battlestar Galactica, Drew Gulak and Joe Gacy, taking on Milk Chocolate, Brandon Watts and Randy Summers. Indeed you did, and what a match this was, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with this one. There was action everywhere. Start with the I- tables. Um, <laughs> at, one, at one point, Randy Summers was laid out on a table and received not one but two 450s from Tony Nese through the table. Um, later on, I believe it was Joe Gacy goring Papadon into a table in the corner. 
Mm-hmm. And then at another point, they had a ladder stretched out from the ring onto the guardrail. And I think it was Brandon Watts. I'm not sure which member of Milk Chocolate because there was so much action. One of the members of Milk Chocolate received, I believe it was a powerbomb onto the ladder off the apron. Wow. And this match was brutal. I'm, they, not, I'm not surprised with how good this match was. I mean, you have two of the main CCW wrestlers. You have two veteran NYWC wrestlers. And then you have two really hungry uh, young wrestlers looking to make a name for themselves in the business. I thought you said too hung. I was like, what? <laughs> no. I mean, no. <laughs> at the end of the night, you, you couldn't have painted a better picture. It was, the, it was a great Kodak moment, Kodak moment, rather, to see Randy Summers and Brandon Watts climb up the ladder together and retrieve the NYWC Tag Team Championships, making them your new NYWC Tag Team Champions. That's awesome. Kudos to them. I mean, we've been watching them for a while, and they definitely deserve it. They've been fighting for a very long time for this championship. They have been. Ever since they've debuted less than a year ago, and they've had some great matches working up to this. They had quite a few chances. Less than a year? Less than a year they've been in NYWC. Wow. Yeah, it's it's been not that long. but They've had some memorable brawls. Most recently, their feud with Juicy Product trying to get those titles, and now winning them because they were vacated by Juicy Product. Yeah. I mean, but, but me, person- still, huh? me personally as a wrestling fan wanting to know, yes, Juicy Product was stripped of the titles, but will they ever come a knock in to get them back? I think that you never say never in pro wrestling. I definitely see Juicy Product wanting those titles back. I think there's going to be some sort of a story that's, that will be heard and we'll end up seeing Juicy Product versus uh, Milk Chocolate at some point. It's going to be a great match, but definitely yeah. kudos. My hat is off to both Randy and Brandon working oh, very definitely. hard. Um, great, great guys. Great to see them finally win it. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, coming, upcoming, they have two events. Uh, on November 8th, NYWC presents Firestorm Quorum, at the, uh, in Quorum, New York, at the Quorum Fire Department. Uh, tickets are only $20. You're going to see the heavyweight champion, Flawless, Blake Morris taking on Braden Knight. The Fusion title is on the line as Rex Lawless takes on Grim Reefer. And the SWA title, Johnny the Collector Malloy is going to be defending his championship against Cronus. We're also... Uh, SWA, Suffolk Wrestling Alliance. We're also going to see the MYWC Tag Team Champions Milk Chocolate taking on the opposition, Jason Nevins and Whiplash. So definitely check this out. Um, and then further down the line, uh, a bit later in November, November 29th, uh, NYWC returns to the Sportatorium with Draw the Line. Um, as of now, the only match that is announced is that steel cage match of Blake Morris, Big O, Mikey Whipwreck, and No Fear Mike Mondo, but a ton more. You don't want to miss out on NYWC. If you don't know NYWC and you're on Long Island, now is the time to get on board. You have all these... Uh, uh, fairly young champions, uh, and now's the time to get on board. I don't think there's much else to say about that. There isn't, definitely. You know, the last yeah. thing I would say was check out nywcwrestling.com. They just launched a video-on-demand service. You can go check a lot of their new stuff, old stuff, and it's all relatively fairly priced. I know Psycho Circus was just recently posted, and you can watch it for two ninety nine. So yeah. if you've never seen NYWC before and you're looking for a taste, go there, check it out. It's worth the two ninety nine and then some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's NYWC, nywcwrestling.com. Uh, Jason, you have to run, though. Uh, 
unfortunately. Yeah. But unfortunately, I do. But yes, thank you but, guys. Yeah, thank you very much for uh, being on this uh, online listening experience <laughs> with us today. Before yeah. uh, before you actually go, being that this is again the Halloween episode, do you have any uh, favorite Halloween memories or anything? Wow, um, favorite Halloween memories. I just I always love getting together with friends and watching bad horror movies. Anything on the Sci Fi Network. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of one of my one of my all time favorite Halloween costumes. I, I always love dressing up as Where's Waldo. That's always a favorite of mine. <laughs> but uh, this year, I I was going to tweet you guys the picture after Halloween. My wife and I are going as the Mega Powers. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going as Macho Man, and she's doing a Hulk Hogan. So I'll definitely have to tweet that picture out. But very cool. That's how you know you got the real deal. There you go. That's how you know you got the real <laughs> deal right there. If they're willing to uh, dress up, dress as up Hulk as a tag team with you. Yep. Yeah. Um, you guys could follow Jason on Twitter at JLinux. Uh, you could also go – well, LI Ducks aren't in action anymore. No, they are not. They won't be so. back till about April or May. But if you are getting married in the Long Island area and you need a DJ, go to TommyTunes.com. My picture is not on the website, but if you book with them, you can always request me. T-U-N-E-S? Yes. Okay. TommyTunes, T-U-N-E-S.com. They're a DJ company here on Long Island. They have two offices in Selden and Syosset. And if you're getting married, you can request me to MC your wedding. Yeah, so go to TommyTunes.com and request Jason to, uh, to be at your wedding. There yeah, you go. For sure. Uh, once again, thank you very much for being on with us. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you as always, and happy Halloween. Thank you, you too. This past weekend, the Dynasty presents redemption took place in troy new york uh dynasty pro wrestling back in town uh it was an awesome mat uh awesome event with some really great matches i attended the event were you nervous going to an event by yourself no uh uh-uh. were you nervous going to an event that was upstate that like you've never like a new place that you've never been before no not at all i mean i went in i uh hung out and everything and that was it hmm. i mean it was nothing nothing different about it it was at a boys and uh, boys and girls club and it was in their like uh their gymnasium area and it was cool it was very nice you drove there no i walked oh you walked oh. it was that close yeah. yeah oh it was in troy yeah it was in troy oh so i just walked over there um so it was an awesome event. The match, the matches kicked off with uh, Marcus Fax taking on Poco De Riza. Uh, very fun match, fun opener. Marcus Fax, he definitely was very impressive. Poco De Riza was more uh, lucha libre ish, but there was one point where he went underneath the ring and came back, and they both went underneath the ring. Then you start hearing all these scre- the screams and everything like that. And Poco de Riz from, first Marcus from each Fax. other, huh? From each other? Yeah. Well, no, not from Riza, but from Marcus Fax. Oh, okay. He started hearing some screaming. So then Fax comes running out from underneath the ring, gets in the ring, yelling, and then from uh, from under the ring, Poco de Riza comes out. But it's this like six foot eight guy, as opposed to this five foot eight guy that started the match. <laughs> really? Yeah, wearing the same exact mask. So this guy gets in the ring, proceeds to hit a huge choke slam on uh, Fax for the win. So it was a fun opener. The cr- got the crowd involved. The kids loved uh, seeing uh, Poca de Riza in the ring. 
And yeah, after that, South Philly's Finest came out uh, to the ring. And these guys, let me just tell you, uh, Jimmy Conway and Luca Brasi, they know exactly how to get heat from the crowd. And it's funny because they're, they're from Philly and everything like that. So they're insulting the Red Sox, the Rangers, everyone. The, the Red Sox? Yeah, because there were a few uh, Red Sox fans in the audience. Oh. So, of course, the, when you insult the New York teams, it's not going to do all that much. So it's not really something that I've heard. I've not, I'm not familiar with hearing uh, a pro-Philly uh, team. You know what I mean? Usually you get a lot of anti-Yankees from like someone from Boston or stuff, and it's just like I don't see enough from Philly. Why? There are no tons of people who love Philadelphia. Who? Everyone. It's the city of brotherly love. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a pro wrestler. That like hypes up from being a heel from there. Like I don't I can't recall any wrestler that that comes from there that really plays off of that. Yeah. Um Yeah. But they put on an awesome heel promo, uh Brazi and Conway. And then out came Chuck Deep and Kyle Brad. I really want to just say out came the sun and dried up all the rain. <laughs> no, even better. Kyle Brad and Chuck Deep came out. Kind of uh, to defend the crowd and the audience. And their match was on the way. There's a few really cool parts of the match. Kyle Brad went over the top rope, which looked awesome. Um, there's also a moment where SPF's uh, finest, they nailed the atomic drop, reverse atomic drop, and then the other detective partner nailed the Yakuza kick. Nice. And it, just looked, it, looked, it looked really cool. Um, the match ended up. Uh, Finishing up when one of the when Conway slapped Brazi in the face by accident and Kyle Brett picked up a quick pinfall. So very fun match. Your typical heel versus face match. Um, next up you had, let's see here, you had Anthony Gar uh, Gangan. Wait, Anthony Gangan taking on Cam Zengami. Um, this was a fun match, quick match. Uh, Gangon is from the House of Heart, uh, House of Glory. Say that again, man. <laughs> Gangon? No, no. You said House of Hardcore instead of. Oh no, I, I thought I corrected myself. Oh um, well, no, I'm saying you said House of Hardcore instead of House of Glory again this week. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. No, he's from House of Glory. He's from House of Glory. Um, but yeah, Gangon was going to pick up the victory. Had a, locked in a a, submi a nasty submission hold. But refused once um, Z uh, Zagami was tapping, he refused to let up the hole. So, of course, he got DQ'd. Uh, Chris Envy comes out having to, make a, uh, having to make a save for him. And then the show progressed from there. Gang so I think we're going to end up seeing Chris Envy taking on Anthony Gangon. Should be, should be pretty cool. Um, you also had Donovan Dijak in action. Taking on Flanders and Badger, who were supposed to have a match, but then Donovan Dijak got introduced to come on out. If you don't know, if you haven't been to an independent show and you haven't seen Donovan Dijak, then you kind of are missing out on getting on a, I don't know, uh, getting on uh, a wrestler with a lot of potential that could be signed. I think that he's very talented and he has the size. The guy's like six foot eight, six foot nine, and. Uh, actually, no. I think he may be seven foot. When wow. I was standing up next, the guy barely could, was able to walk through the hallway without hitting his head. But how how tall are you that you think he's seven foot? No, he's 
Well, for the, just based off the fact that he he pretty much couldn't walk through the uh, the hallway without ducking. Oh, um, but yeah, good, he good was, dodge of a question though. <laughs> huh? Good dodge of a question though. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was actually surprised because Flanders and Badger were able to put up a pretty good fight about against Donovan Dijak, but Dijak's size and strength just completely you couldn't match it. You couldn't match it at all. He nailed a power bomb on. He powerbombed one of them on top of the other for the pin. So very do- uh, Donovan Dijak, very dominant. So then you also had Sammy Pandora coming out to the ring, getting on the mic, and she wanted to make an open challenge because she felt that being a woman and everything, she doesn't really have the crowd's respect as much. And she wanted to gain the respect that she deserves. I wonder if that's true. Mm. I, I, I actually, I, like... Because if you think about like WWE and everything, uh huh, I said it before where like the crowd really wasn't paying attention to Nikki and Bree, and then started to get into it more and more. You know, I I could definitely see it. I could yeah. see it. But she got on the ring, made a challenge, and Kenny Roberts came on out. And Kenny Roberts, if you, this is my first time seeing him, and he looks just like a Coco Beware mixed uh, with Ric Flair. So, but which he, uh, huh? <laughs> how's that work? Um, let's see. <laughs> let's see. I don't know. I guess just imagine Coco beware with the glasses and stuff and wear, wearing a Ric Flair robe. Is he? So, is, I'm not, I'm not going to dance around the question. Is he black? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Like, you're telling me to imagine Ric Flair and Coco beware. No, he's, he, okay. he looks like Ric Flair and carries around a, a parrot. Um, wait, he, wait, wait, hold on. The dude came out to the ring with a parrot? No, 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 no. Never mind. <laughs> what the hell? There, there was no parrot in this match. He had Ric Flair hair? <laughs> no. So why, um, how does he remind you of Flair? Because of the robe. Oh, because of the robe. Yeah, because of the robe. Okay. And he was completely hated. He gave Sammy Pandora a warning even when they first got in the ring. But then he was saying how you're not supposed to be in the ring. You're supposed to be in the kitchen making me a sandwich. And just really bashing her, and to the point where they ended up uh, tying up. He threw her to the to the ring, um, across the ring. Once they started grappling a little bit, Sammy Pandora was able to hold her own, but only to a point where Kenny Roberts just got her in the corner and started wailing away on her. Referee tried to break it up and everything. Sammy Pandora just couldn't go on, and right when she couldn't go on, she got saved. M3, Mike Mitchell made the save, came running out into the ring, huge pop from the crowd, started beating the crap out of Kenny Roberts. And then you had a new match, Kenny Roberts versus Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell picked up the victory in this match, and he the entire match he was hot and over for. The crowd loved it. And it was just very, very cool. The finish of the match happened where Kenny Roberts went to grab the hair, was grabbing the hair of Sammy Pandora. And then uh, Mike Mitchell took advantage of that distraction and picked up the victory. So it was very cool to see that run and take place. In your main event of the evening, you had Travis Dorian with Mr. Man taking on the returning to Troy, Vox Vineyard. Um, it was a very fun match. The crowd loved Vox Vineyard. 
Um, they, there was a bunch of signs in the audience. He was a hometown hero. And Travis Dorian, I've seen his name around uh, all over, already. All over the place. Yeah, but it was a very, it was a fun match. Very awesome crowd. Um, yeah. And then uh, Vox Vanier ended up picking up the victory. But it wasn't, he had to overcome a good amount because Dorian and Mr. Man were pulling out some of your uh, typical uh, heel tactics, trying to pick up a victory, steal, steal a victory. But so, Vineyard picks up a clean victory. So overall, it was a great show. Yeah, no, it was an excellent show. Did you ever think once that you'd ever go see a wrestling show up in Troy? No. I mean, I did know that Kyle wrestled up here. So I did know that he invited me to like an event um, last year. It may have been the same promotion. I'm not. It, remember that it was the. I think I promoted on the podcast. Uh, back then it was a podcast, so I could say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think they had um, who they had Bill Carr on the card and a few others. Kyle. Oh. I'm trying to think of a few other names, but yeah. So, but it was a lot of fun. I think that the next event's going to be December 6th, I think. I'm not too sure, but I'll definitely keep you guys updated. But go follow them on Twitter. Give them some support. They're trying to get their uh, – they're, they're in a rebuilding phase of the promotion. So expect to see a lot of new faces and a lot of entertaining, uh, entertainment. So go check them out on Twitter, at DynastyPro1. And then you can also go check them out on Facebook. Give them a like. Facebook.com slash Dynasty Pro Wrestling. Um, I want to thank them for accommodating me while I was there. They were able to get me the, the online password so I could try to live tweet, but unfortunately the feed was going in and out. And it was just Wait, very. So, how did you. You didn't live tweet that? I, I was only able to do some tweets went out, and then I noticed that a lot of my tweets ended up saving to my drafts. Oh. So, they never got tweeted out, but they went to my drafts. But I tweeted out some of it like later on in the night. But hopefully next time I'll actually be able to. When, when was the show? It was the twenty fifth? Um. Yeah, the twenty fifth. Wow. Yeah. So hopefully next time I'll be able to. And they're really trying to build up the promotion. At the next event, they're going to be having a lot of fifty fifty raffles. Um. They're always. It's, it's just. It's really nice. It's really cool to be a part of a promotion that's trying to get their. Um, get on the ground running again, and it's nice to be able to help out, get the name out there. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely check out uh, Dynasty Pro Wrestling. Go like them on Facebook. They are currently just under 800 likes. So go. Let's try to get them to 800 likes, people. All right. Facebook.com/slash Dynasty Pro Wrestling. How many? You don't know how many more they need, right? Um, less than 20. Because I can give, I can give it right now. Like, 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 like. Yeah, they're at seventy four right now. That was a terrible joke. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have, but you did it, so you can't go back. Yeah, or I can. Welcome back to Martin. I'm just kidding. You already did that joke. Yeah, it was a joke. It's a reincarnate thing. It is. It is. Yeah. But even still, it was a lot of fun. Oh, the Chris Envy. You maybe know him. He's a pro wrestler, but I guess he was also on the show Wife's. Wife Swap at some point. I don't know. You watch that show, right? Yeah, I do watch Wife Swap. <laughs> yeah, so you, so you probably you've seen him. I don't know though. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Dynasty Pro One on Twitter. So um, uh, it's it's the fall. It's autumn. 
It is Halloween time. We thought we'd record this uh, earlier so you guys can listen to uh, uh, listen to it on Halloween. Do you uh, did you go pumpkin picking at all or? Uh no no I have not had time to. Oh. I have not had time to. How about yourself? I did. I went pumpkin picking, but I didn't get any pumpkins. I didn't need a pumpkin. What am I going to do with a pumpkin? Right? Cook, cook, cook. Cook pumpkins? Yeah, you can make. A I don't pie like. Or first of all, a I don't like pumpkin pie. Okay. B I don't like pumpkin anything. Okay. But whatever. Yeah, but I went pumpkin picking with uh, my brother and uh, his girlfriend, and then my friend or our friend and uh, his girlfriend. So I was fifth wheeling it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to wineries, and it was nice. I got to eat some apple cider donuts. That's very cool. I guess I'm some, happy got, that you had fun. Got some kettle corn. That's always good. That's always overpriced, though. No, it really wasn't, though. No, it was no. decent. It was, right. I think, four bucks for a big bag. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah. Not I, bad. I've paid way more at City Field. No, I'm sure. I don't doubt that. But uh, oh. I've tasted tasted some wines. Some were good. Some were. Uh, Wow, Brandon drinking the wine. Yeah. Kudos. I actually have a new bottle of wine in my fridge right now. I just oh. polished off a bottle the other night. By yourself? or Yeah. No, but I mean, I drink it throughout, like, over time. Well, like, I'll have some with, No, I'll have some. Some people are like, yeah, I got my beer in my, beer, beer in my fridge, stacked beer. Nah, I no, have, I got my vodka and I have, my gin. In my fridge, I have wine, I have Fireball, and I have Ugh. gin. You have jizz? Yeah, I have You gin. have fireball and jizz? No, gin. G-I-N. I was, like, I was like, what the fuck do you have jizz in your fridge for? No. no. I didn't really think that, but <laughs> but it did sound like you said jizz. Yeah, no, I'm, but I'm, I am a big fan of wine. Somebody, I, I, um, just because you could like I, – I don't want to drink something that's so heavy and everything. Wine I could actually enjoy with a meal and stuff or just relax. I could only have like – a little bit, and I could still have the taste and everything. At uh, one of the wineries we went to, they had a they had their own uh, sparkling hard cider, mm-hmm. which it, it tasted. I would say almost identical to champagne. Yeah, with more of like an apple taste though, and uh, they said that people like to mix that with Fireball to make it like a cinnamon apple drink. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's actually on recall right now or something. I don't know. I kept what, on Fireball? Yeah, they, something about it was going on. Ebola. My God, Fireball has Ebola. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, but this there's a lot of pro wrestling upcoming. Uh, CZW makes their debut in New York. CZW Cerebral taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. On November 1st, you're going to be seeing so many awesome matches. This card looks superb. Uh, You're going to be having Brandon Watts and Randy Summers, Milk Chocolate, teaming up to take on Bill Carr and Dan Barry, Team Tremendous. You're going to have Black G's taking on Papadon. Chris Dickinson taking on Matt Tremont. Johnny Silver taking on Tony Nese. CZW owner DJ Hyde versus Drew Gulak. CZW Wired TV champion Shane Strickland defending his championship against David Starr. And in your main event of the evening, it's going to be a no-rope barbed wire match. CZW champion Sozio taking on Biff Busick. 
Um, this is a fallout from their last event. And this is their, I think that this is going to be an amazing event to attend, especially if it's their debut in New York. I expect them to pull out all the stops. Is this CZW Night of Infamy? No, CZW Cerebral. Oh, okay, November 1st. Yeah, this is November 1st. Uh, this is Cerebral. Um, honestly, I don't see Sozio losing the championship so soon. Yeah, I don't see that either. Um, Especially it, because of what, like, how he won it and everything. Exactly. I mean, the front, uh, he has the backing of the front and everything, so... And she's Shane Strickland. Oh, that's funny. I was uh, like, what are you talking about? You're like, he has the backing of the front? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and Shane, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, learn a little bit with CZW. Yeah. I'm a dupe. Uh, Shane Strickland's been CZW Wired TV champ for a very long time. So it's going to be curious to see him versus David Starr. David Starr's been very uh, on heck of a role for himself and his tag team, the Juicy Product. So, yeah. well, one half of the tag team. So, yeah, go check them out, CZW Wrestling. Yeah, I believe uh, Shane has been uh, the Wired champion since uh, August of this year. Jeez, that's that's still a nice run. Yeah. Um, you also have upcoming Lucky Pro Wrestling. Lucky Pro Wrestling will be taking place in Clinton, Massachusetts at the Elks Hall. You can go check them out on Facebook. Just search Lucky Pro Wrestling. Uh, you'll be seeing their champion, Firebrand, Brian Fury, taking on LPW heavyweight champion. Wait a second. I misread that. You're going to be seeing Fireball, Brian Fury, taking on their uh, the LPW heavyweight champion, the almighty Anthony Stone. You'll also be seeing Kurt Hawkins in action, taking on Jason Blade and a ton more. That's, that's uh, on Saturday, right? Um, da, 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 da. November 1st. Yes, oh, November man. 1st. It's so, a beautiful town. Which? Uh, Clinton, Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, and also, November 2nd, this coming Sunday, you got some live, re live professional wrestling, ECPW. Taking place in Ronkonkoma, New York. Ronkonkoma. Check them out. Facebook.com slash ECPW Long Island. Uh, they got a lot of names announced. ECW original Little Guido will be in action versus the Italian sensation Gary Reno. And a ton more. Dickie Rods will be there. Nikki Adams, Debbie Kane, and a lot of other uh, familiar faces. So go check out Facebook.com slash ECPW Long Island. Yeah. In addition to that, you also will be having Warriors of Wrestling taking place November 8th at Fun Station USA in Staten Island, New York. You will be seeing former WWE wrestler Kurt Hawkins taking on God's Gift, Aaron Stride, and Rude Boy Riley. You'll also be seeing Too Cool, that's right, the former WWE champions, Tag team champions, right? They were tag team champions. Too cool. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I know Scotty and Rikishi were. Uh, well, Grandmaster Sexay and Scotty Too Hottie will be teaming up to take on EY FBO. And also in attendance will be Tugboat, Typhoon Shockmaster, whatever you want to call him on that night. I am the Shockmaster. Yes, he will be there as well. 
And that is all of the upcoming events that we have currently on hand. If you are a promoter listening to this or you are a fan and have and know of a promotion nearby you and want to help them uh, spread the name a little bit, let us know. We'll be happy to help put it out there. And that's all I got to say about that. Well, how about some uh, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Thank you, Brandon. And yes, it is time for your shameless plugs. First off, I would like to big. I would like to begin by uh, thanking everybody that I think you really meant to say you like it big. <laughs> I am <laughs> petrified right now. I am very scared. Well, at first you weren't afraid. Off Skype. You weren't afraid. <laughs> but I was petrified. Well, you should have just kept thinking. I forget how the song goes. I, how you can never live without me by your side. I will survive. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could, I could never live without you by my side. Are you sure? Yes, and then I spent so many nights. <laughs> then I spent so many nights thinking how, thinking how, no, I, thinking how how I could go wrong, and now I crumble and I lay down and die. Oh, I will survive. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights I thinking how that. you did me wrong. And I grew oh, strong. Oh, you did me wrong. And I learned how to get along. And so you're back from out of space. I Come on. Into Not again, dude. Hey, go back in. That look <laughs> on your face. Do your shameless plug, I should have made you leave the key. If I had known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Go on and go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now, because you're not welcome anymore. We're in... Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> Back to the shameless plugs. Go follow Eric over at Montreal Broski. He's awesome. Go follow him. Talking about awesome Jobber Nation Radio. Go give them a listen. Go give them a follow. Go give them a like on Facebook and all that good time, all stuff, because they are awesome. Also, go check out Three Count Thursday. You can go follow them on Twitter at Three Count Thursday. You can also go listen to them over on Blog Talk Radio. So they got their own uh, shindig going on. So go support them. Also, go follow Rick and Wrestling at Violent Rick. Um, as I said, I mean, I guess you'll find out, but thank you very much for sending us a 200th episode voice memo. It is much appreciated. And yeah, I completely, I'm completely blown away by the voice memo. It's just, it's amazing. I barely have words for it. Remind the people how they can send us one. Yes. Let's remind the people that you can actually send us a voice memo as you well. you seriously just soldier boy us? Yes. Um, yeah, markingout1 at gmail.com. M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T-1, the number one. At gmail.com. Normally Stop. I would do that to the tune of the Mickey Mouse Club. I just didn't feel like doing it this week. <laughs> so that means Jobber Nation. John Griffin, at John Griffin, if you want to have a voicemail on the 200th episode, or Jasmine, at Reverse Enem Massage, we'll air it. Uh, at Legend Killer 2K8. Also, I'm just going to say Alice Cooper. I know you might be listening. Alice Cooper, 
big fan. At Bullion's Film, go check him out. Also, Dirty underscore Potato 55. Thank you very much. Also, see, there's nothing wrong with a dirty potato because you could just wash it off and. Yeah, you. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, I mean, right. even if if you boil it, it's. But how dirty is it clean. though? How dirty? What are we oh, talking that's about? That's true. Right? Um, not too dirty. I mean, I would eat it. You know who else would eat it? Wow, <laughs> wonderful segue. Drunk Flair. He would definitely eat it. At Drunk Flair, go follow him. I'm pretty positive it is drunk. It is Ric Flair, and he's drunk. I'm almost positive it's him. So go follow him at Drunk Flair. Frob Bedrickson. I always mess up your name because it throws me off, but at Frob Bedrickson. Go follow him. And we mentioned him earlier in the podcast at no, no. We mentioned, early, we mentioned him earlier on the online listening experience. Steve at Disgruntled Dork. Go follow him. NYWC underscore sign guy. Be Montem B. Haven't heard from you in a little bit. Hope everything's going well. Steve at Steve underscore of underscore smeg. Thank you very much for all of your promotions. Eric and Eric. He's posting a lot of these. So he's going to keep on getting shamelessly plugged. Huh. At Montreal Broski, though, go check him out. Legend Killer 2K8. We got KSTOJWWE. K Stodge WWE. That's how it would be. That rhyme. Also, go follow at the PTE show. He has a YouTube show. So go follow that. Subscribe to that on YouTube. Watch it. Go give him some feedback. Check him out. We got a bunch of repeat offenders at Reverse and Massage, at Disgruntled Dork, at John Griffin. And we didn't mention him yet, but he always puts this over. Rohit CR2K. I'm assuming that it's a dude. I shouldn't. Um, but Rohit CR2K, go check them out on Twitter. Always putting this over. Very awesome. Um also, go check out Boondocks at Big Lumber 76 uh, Thank you very much, everyone, for promoting us. It is much appreciated. doesn't go unnoticed. And, yeah, thank you very much. Also, going to move on with these shameless plugs, go check out Weekly Wrestling Podcast. On November 4th, they'll be interviewing Levin Bates and Tessa Blanchard. Hashtag Girls Night Out 3. Go check them out. They team up with Indie Power Rankings. Um, you can call in, be on their podcast, 347 345 5566. Go check them out. Blog Also, Jersey Championship Wrestling. Uh, Jersey, Champion- Jersey Championship Wrestling will be taking place November 14th. In Manville, New Jersey, it's going to be a chase for the 2014 Jersey J Cup tournament. First round matches is a 16-way tournament, 16-man tournament, and they're all decided in fatal four-way elimination matches for the first round, and then set uh, single matches following that. So, in your first round matches, you have Bandito Jr. taking on Chris Sabin. Take it on Brian Myers. Take it on Grim Reefer. 
You also have Eddie Edwards versus Lance Onawaii versus Joey Janela versus Too Hot Steve Scott. In addition to these, you have Pinky Sanchez versus Sabu versus Chris Dickinson versus Lucky 13. In uh, your last Fatal 4-Way match elimination is Frightmare versus Jigsaw versus Davey Richards versus Shane Strickland. Uh, so don't miss this. JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com. You can also get your tickets by calling 201-251-8621. Go check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Wrestling. Go support them. This looks like an awesome, awesome event. Also a special appearance by Matt Stryker. So, yeah, go support them. And that is all the shameless plugs that I got going on. Well, why don't you tell uh, tell the folks about Dojo War? All right, I guess I will. Um, CZW, Dojo Wars 13 will be taking place. Um, it's going to be taking place at the CZW Academy in Blackwood. Blackwood, New Jersey. How did you know? It's just been drilled into my mind now. I have yeah. Blackwood drilled in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Blackwood is drilled into Brandon's mind. As it should be in it's your mind. It's a CZW mind. thing. Yeah, as it should be in your mind because you should be there. Dojo Wars, Tournament of Valor is ongoing. The semifinals will be taking place November 5th. Uh, Dojo Wars 13, it is. it starts at 8 p.m., and come on, it's five matches for only $5. You get to see the future of CZW and potentially WWE and whatever other promotions. Um, and you get to see some of the main roster. So go check it out. Uh, CZWrestling.com, Doja Wars, 13. What up? Hey, Brandon. You there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Awesome yeah, as always. Want, I guess the catchphrase has to continue. Yeah. Do you want me to ask you something specific, or I don't need you to. You could ask me what chocolate I'm eating now. What chocolate are you eating now? I'm not eating any chocolate, David. Okay, go to <laughs> shoutouts. Brandy's shoutouts gonna make you pregnant. The first shoutout goes to Demi Lovato and Christina Perry. Uh, I saw them on Monday night at Barclays Center, and it was awesome. And I think uh, Demi was better this time than the last time I saw her. And it was really cool finally getting to see uh, Christina Perry live. It's been a few years in the me, me wanting to see her. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. My second... Hey, you're, you're the person that... What songs does she sing? That was that like, first song that you told me about her. Arms. Yeah, that was a really good song. Yeah. Her new CD is good, too. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. My second shout-out will be going to hashtag GetZackRider on Team Cena. Yes, I'm going to do it. I uh, don't expect anything to come of it, but uh, let's just all tweet it to John Cena. Just be like, at John Cena, hashtag GetZackRider on Team Cena. Let's see how many people actually do that. Let's hope, right? We got to hope. I'm doing it there's, right now. There's only hope. Yes, please do it right now. Yeah, no, I'm as, as you're talking, I'm doing this. Yeah, and wait, wait, uh, the hashtag what? Hashtag get Zach Ryder on Team Cena, and it's Z A C K. Remember that. And get uh, Zach Ryder on Team Cena. Yeah, and tweet it to John Cena. 
Should I tag? You should Jack tag. It, you should tag. No, don't tag. You don't have to tag Ryder. Tag Cena after the the tweet. Oh, tag him after the tweet. Yeah, so people see it and it doesn't look like we're replying to him or something. Okay, and I'm gonna tag uh, Zach Ryder. Oh, that's Johnny Silver. I'm tagging. Why do you have to tag Zach Ryder? I don't know. Should I tag Vince McMahon? Triple H. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna tag Triple H. Don't tag Triple H. So he knows. No. It's and. Done. Are you, you know, let me finish or <laughs> and uh what would Halloween a Halloween episode be without giving a shout out to my buddy Shaking Ghost? So uh shout out to you. Oh, is he here? <laughs> it's uh it's, oh, it's now it's not shutting off, but yeah. Oh, still going. Uh-oh. It's uh, always great to hear him. Am I right? Yeah, no. Little Does it have a name? I just call it Shaking Ghost. Shaking Ghost. Yes. All right. It's made, I think it was, I don't know. I might have been a guess where it was made. But uh, I guess now it's time for... Our. Our. No. Right, our mark out moment. <laughs> <laughs> our mark out moment of the week. Uh, I'm gonna take this one. <laughs> you can't do that. Why did you make a joke right before we? <laughs> I'm gonna take this one and say, uh, give it to something featured in WW2K15. That being when. Uh, I guess all of Luke Harper's taunts. Uh, he does his little, he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he actually says it, so it's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but there's like, there's still just so like, like for instance, Tyson Kidd has one of his taunts, I believe, is Zack Ryder's. Really? Yeah, one of uh, <clears throat> Eric Rowan's tweets, I believe, was used to be uh, Festus's. When Festus was in a game, so it's mm -hmm. like it's just like I don't get it, but that's my mark out moment of the week. I don't know if you have one. Um, no, I do not. So I got no, 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 no. So uh, that was our Halloween episode this week. Hope you enjoyed it. I put a bunch of time into that intro. I hope everybody liked that. I'm gonna toot my own horn for that. Yeah, no, I'll give you a lot of credit with that one. I actually have it on my iPod. It was so good. Yeah, so uh, you can play that at a Halloween party if you go. And uh, we wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a very happy Halloween. Enjoy. Drink and be safe. Do not drink and drive. Seriously, though, don't drink and drive. <laughs>